and welcome to episode number 62 of the Nonsense Review. I'm your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. And, well, we're starting something very special today. We are entering another themed month, and the, <laughs> we're naming it rather aptly because we're idiots May the 4th. Yep, <laughs> the entire month is May the 4th. Yes. <laughs> and this is the first of the May the 4ths. Exactly. If only this first episode came out on May the fourth. Unfortunately, May the fourth is on a Wednesday, and we're not yep. we're not swapping nonstop and nonsense just for that gag. <laughs> uh, but yes, we're going to start strong. We're going to watch the best episode of Star Wars today, at least in my opinion. But we'll get to that a bit later. First things first. If you're familiar with the podcast, you know what we like to do is we like to briefly talk about our weeks and the goings on in the wide, wide world in general. So to that end, Rick, how's your week been, buddy? I've been home alone. My folks are out in France right now, so as one of the little benefits of being home alone, I took the. Bo- way to the bowls the bowls lost and the coach quit okay but the more important <laughs> question is how many burglars have you barbecued uh i haven't barbecued any actually you need to up your game these are rookie numbers my friend <laughs> so your the coach of the bulls has been on a losing streak or something i assume that he rage quit yeah it's, it's more the case that he's so sick of the fans getting really toxic at him for basically well okay he brought them up from the league below and then kept them in the middle league yeah and like he, he his style is very very regimented if you you are a maverick he doesn't like you and he doesn't play you and you stagnate so he wants people that can follow orders but only orders so he could not manage a football team no because they are all pricks <laughs> Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So it's by mutual consent, both the board and the coach have decided to part ways. Um, he's still going to be the coach for the Wales national side, so he's not gone from the game completely. Uh, but yeah, the future is the future. Oh, well, the um, national game is a different ball game entirely, though, isn't it? Oh, literally, yeah, because the, the players are already coached by another coach. You've basically got a pick. You don't need to pay the players. I mean, you do. You, they've got basic wages and their basic needs are met. But, you know, it's like, hey, do you want to represent your team? Cool, great, you're you're in. You, you match my style, I want you. He doesn't have to fucking yeah. negotiate contracts and shit. And that, that's just it. It's the style that's been the sticking point for a few people. So maybe some things might change. Obviously something's going to change. The run on this right now, but uh, but oh well. The thing that's happening out in the world though, Disney, I set, talked last week about them releasing a gacha game. They're now releasing a thing called Dreamlight Valley. It's to be a cross between The Sims and Stardew Valley slash... Honestly, I've, I've looked into it. It looks like it's pretty much one for one an Animal Crossing clone, except it involves Disney characters. Yeah, fair enough. You go to Stitch's house and see how his apples are doing. <laughs> I'm going to be very interested in this because they've they've promised that it's going to have a long shelf life. They're going to constantly update it with uh, as new movies come out and new franchises exist. They're uh, that's interesting. A- apparently going to add content based on that. They haven't said it's going to be free though, so you know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, did they say it was going to be a mobile game or if it was going to be a console game? No, no, I meant the updates. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay, uh, okay. As for a console game, it, 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 look, at least to start with, it's exclusively on the PlayStation Four and PlayStation 5. Okay, so it looks like he's going to be buy-to-play. Oh, it's going to be buy-to-play. Again, it's the uh, it's the updates that they're talking about. I'm unsure of whether it's going to be whether they mean DLC as opposed to updates, you know? Yeah, the good old microtransactions that get so large that they end up as proper transactions. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be microtransactions. I think they've looked at Animal Crossing and they're going to try and mimic that. However, instead of having free updates that make you be able to do more stuff, the updates are going to be pay us a fiver, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, it it looks cute. Yeah, it looks decent. There's not a lot to go on right now. But the actual, uh, just uh, sorry, I do remember this bit of t- uh, information in that the full game's not out until 2023. However, if you buy the special founding pack, you get to play it in June of this year. So, huh. yeah, so it, it's kind of like a glorified beta test, really, when you think about it. Yeah, how many people want to play for a game a year in advance just to get like a couple of days worth a year in advance? I mean, quite a few people. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's Disney, man. You can't undersell the appeal of that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the article that I read basically said, yeah, this is the, the one Disney game that's going to appeal to adults more than anyone else. Uh, quite possibly. Like, I got real Kingdom Hearts vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The art style very much looks like it, but yeah. Um, the last thing is that the Elon Musk Twitter merger seems to be going forward now that the Twitter, uh, board seems to be on board with it. I don't know about you, Rick. I don't care. It's one of those. Twitter has, it's been a long time since Twitter was good. I use Twitter because I have to, because we promote the podcast on it. Yeah. However, like, it's a, it's a fucking cesspool, man. Yeah, all it's going to change is which pocket all of the ad revenue goes to, so, you know. I mean, listen, honestly, the one thing that this has highlighted for me is something that I've preached since day one, and that is tax billionaires! Yes, absolutely. Uh, Alright, granted, it's not all his own money. He's basically the face of a uh, of a group of people buying Twitter, and he's going to become the new CEO. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either way, he's just managed to casually drop billions of his own money, as well as a few other corporations chipping in, in order to buy Twitter out of some Honestly, this is all um, spawned out of like pettiness, which is kind of par for the course for Elon. Yeah. Which I don't mind. I, I'm, it's not like I don't mind. Like, how can people not see this man is incredibly petty? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we desensitize to it. I guess. <laughs> it, it's one of those awkward things where I, I don't like admitting it because I really don't like Elon Musk. He, he really rubs me the wrong way. Every time he talks, he's, he sounds like an asshole. But um, you can't deny that most of his companies are doing work which actually does need to be done. Yeah, yeah. So, like SpaceX is probably the most I'd say frivolous at, at the outset and now it's absolutely necessary because it's pretty much the only way to get to space without the Russians right now. Pretty much yeah like and I, I'm gonna touch on it very momentarily Starlink has been invaluable in the Ukraine thing. Yeah absolutely he's um, he's sent out packs just so people can have connections. But it's one of those really annoying things where I don't like the man but a lot of his actions are like okay you could be doing a lot worse stuff. Yeah <laughs> He's like the opposite of Lex Luthor, isn't he? Like... <laughs> it's weird, it's weird. I don't respect Elon Musk, but I respect his companies. One of the ones that I also will always bring up is I test drove a Tesla once and then immediately applied for a job there because it impressed me so much. Well, here's the thing with Tesla. is um, It's less about the electronic vehicles and the fact that when they started, at, once Elon Musk basically bought the company and then uh, he wasn't a founder, he just he bought it and they went, yeah, you can have the rights, we don't care, give us our money. Um, yeah. Once they started actually making a product, it, more important than introducing an electronic vehicle is it fucking lit a fire up under the arse of all the other car manufacturers going, oh shit, we need to make something to compete. Yeah, it, not only did they, did they start a product, they started a market. And the market is something that the world will need as we slow down on um, on mining dinosaur juice. Yeah, yeah, we need to fucking fix that. Thanks, Elon, and also fuck you. But that's enough about me, my week, and things that I've looked at in the universe. How about you? How's your week been? What have I done on a personal level? Well, Netflix. The John Wayne Gacy tape came out. Okay. I watched the Ted Bundy tapes when they were released. I've watched this documentary and boy, that man was fucked in the head. Oh boy. Yeah, he had some very odd views on sexuality and um, kind of human beings in general, but mind you, what do you expect from someone who murdered like fucking 40 odd people without blinking an eye? It was a very interesting documentary. Gave quite a bit of insight into the man. He was definitely insane but he definitely also deserved the death penalty uh, because he was insane in that sort of way where he knew what he was doing was wrong and 
you know he knew what he was doing was wrong because he tried to hide it, you know? Yeah. Like, his argument was, oh, I didn't know it was wrong, and I'm like, yeah. You don't hide evidence if you know it. If you don't think you've done anything wrong, that's my take. Yeah, that's a, it's, a, it's a pretty damning take, to be honest. Like the only plea he had was the insanity plea, and that's what he tried for, and that's what his lawyers tried for. And I, I respect um, certain members of the family of those, well, of John Wayne Gacy's victims, because uh, some of them went to the lawyer and said, "We know you're doing your job." As everybody should know in this world, everybody's entitled to a fair defense. Yeah, you need a defense just in case something is being grossly miscarried like even if you are 100% a villain yep. the, the defence is there to make sure that you're not being tried for something else on top that is false yeah yeah and I'll be honest with you they did have kind of an argument because you listen to this motherfucker talk and you're like yeah he's not right in the head however <laughs> if you know yeah. what you're doing is wrong that means you can't use the insanity defence I'm using really I'm really simplifying it down because even I'm not that well versed in law especially not the United States law yeah yeah anyway the funniest thing I found out uh, found about this and I know that's a weird sentence but follow me on this is uh, the second the series finished it was only a three episode series wasn't very long it said oh um, we're glad you finished watching this we think you'd might like this and uh, it was Comey can't communicate <laughs> I was like what the fuck and uh, after thinking about it for a minute Comey can't communicate on my to watch list so that's probably why it did that but <laughs> there was a there was a brief moment of time where I was like, "Is this is this cute a- anime about a girl who can't talk because she has um selective mutism?" Um, <laughs> because she does murder. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that gave me a chuckle. Moving on to the worldwide world. Yeah. Sony's being weird about Spider Man again. Oh, are they? Oh. They've announced a new film that they're going to film called El Muerte, or El Muerto. I don't really know how to pronounce it. It's a Spanish name. Uh, it's a spin-off, basically, based on a villain who has shown up in precisely two issues of Spider-Man. That is a weird choice. Yeah. <laughs> weird flex. <laughs> Pretty much, man. He's a Mexican wrestler, and they've apparently cast Bad Bunny as uh, as uh, this El Muerto character. And that motherfucker is, uh, is a rapper, I believe. And uh, he did some time in WWE for a guest spot, and he did really well. So, okay. at the very least, they've cast a good person for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can't quite see it being a very important movie in the franchise. Oh, it sounds like one of those that they're doing so they don't lose the rights again. Yeah. Although, that being said, they've still got Craven in production, and I've seen some shots of uh, of production on that, and it looks decent. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, moving on. Not much we can add to that. It's a very weird story. It is a weird story. <laughs> Here's a fun weird story. Stardew Valley modders are currently engaged in a war over a grandpa's bed. <laughs> someone made a... I can't remember what mod kickstarted it, but someone made a mod about grandpa's bed at the very beginning. It's You see it for two seconds in the opening cutscene, and then it's never mentioned again. And it's like, slightly better grandpa's bed. And then someone posted up a new mod. Slightly worse. And then, no, grandpa has no bed. Grandpa is the bed. And then, haha, fool, you thought I was grandpa, but it was me, Robin. <laughs> uh, Stardew modders be crazy today. <laughs> Man, all I can think about with Grandpa's bed is Grandpa Joe and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, jeez, yeah, it's not quite that devil, but yeah. I've got one last thing to say, because it came up today on the Twitter. A bunch of people are calling for Chris Pratt to uh, be replaced as Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy over, essentially, a fabricated claim that he attends a church that is incredibly homophobic. Huh. Which is, um, I don't know Chris Pratt personally, and I'll be honest with you, I don't really rate him that highly as an actor. However, can people stop doing this shit? Just saying stuff on Twitter, and then it's snowballing out of control, and, and you know, there's no facts behind this. I know he 
attends the church and that's it. <laughs> uh, essentially, well, as far as I can tell, the room the rumor started because he worked for a director who is high up in this church at one point in his career. Okay. And that's about the only connection I can find with concrete evidence. That really doesn't that nah, that's nothing, mate. <laughs> it's it's very odd. And um what's odder still is when these these allegations have reached Chris Pratt and he straight up went, "Yeah, no, that's not true." So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Well, Disney have also been making a show of not doing what fans want just because they want it loudly. Yeah, except, um, you know, had that work out on James Gunn. Well, yeah. So that was what taught them to maybe take a step back and make their own decisions for themselves. Also, it's Twitter. No one cares. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Contrary to what we talked about before. Yeah, still nobody cares. I was just, uh, I, I posted our uh, most recent retro, uh, the Super Sentai one, and yep. um, it was trending. And I was like, why are people shitting on Chris Pratt? I don't get it. Like, the only thing I'm going to shit on Chris Pratt for is he should not be Mario because I, f- I feel like the voice actor for Mario for like what 30 odd years deserves a, more of a shake than nothing Charles Martinet was it? It was also Parthenax Those are the two roles I know he's done but yeah I don't know his name Anyway let's get on with uh, what we're here to do today the very first episode of May the 4th which is the entire month haha as I said earlier I gave you a little bit of teaser I told you that we were going to be watching the best Star Wars episode at least in my opinion don't know if Rick has the same opinion I do I do eh, <laughs> Awesome so on the count of three Rick I want you to um, to say at the same time as I what the best episode of Star Wars is. So, one, two, three, The Empire Strikes yeah, Back. Empire Strikes Back. That's going to sound awful when we do it back because uh, we can't sync up for shit, but you know. No, no, we, we definitely can't sync up for shit. Star Wars. The Empire Starks Back. Starks Back? The Empire Starks Back, apparently. <laughs> so, to that end, I'm throwing it to Rick. So, on Disney+, Plus, Star Wars. The Empire Strikes Back. Episode 5. 3, 2, 1, and go. Fuck! I forgot to do my volume! Yeah, I've gone with a happy medium on my volume. It's, it's, uh, it's a bit higher than normal. Because you do want to get some of the, you know, ambiance and all that. I mean, you know, John Williams. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It was brought back in to do Obi-Wan's theme for the Obi-Wan show as well. Yeah, you, you, you told me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're on Air Wars. <laughs> Floating paragraph. Yes. <laughs> a trope that in and of itself has been uh, parodied to death. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to wait until there is a bit more text before I start reading it, though. Yes, so for those watching along at home, we're on episode 5, The Empire Strikes Back. Rick will be reading the first paragraph for you once there's more than none on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a dark time for the Rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed... Imperial troops have driven the rebel forces from their hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Yeah, so essentially there's always a time skip between films and these serve as, like, basically getting you up to date and this is what's happened in between movies. Yeah, yeah, it's great for imagination. Yeah, evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker has established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Darth Vader. Obsessed with finally finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space. Rick added a word. Did I? Yeah, you said final. Finally. Uh, Before finding. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that word is not (laughs) there. (laughs) Yeah, I started reading a word that started with Finn, and I'm like, oh. That 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 works. <laughs> but then you but then you also read the word itself as well afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because my brain caught up with my eyes. <laughs> oh no. 
But man, so much, so much seems to happen in this film. Yeah, absolutely. Like, um, it's weird the time scale because of um, the whole training with Yoda is taking place at the same time as the the Bespin stuff. I guess the implication is that the travel to Bespin took two whole months of sublight travel because they didn't want to like jump into the light speed or whatever. Yeah, must have been. Um, because otherwise, you can't train with Yoda in like a week. I mean, I mean, you got to bear in mind, Yoda didn't train him like a, a proper Padawan. He trained him. He basically gave him the Cliff Lotes version. You know, like he assumed that Obi Wan had told him something, which he kind of hadn't. <laughs> Vader assumed Obi Wan taught him everything, which he hadn't. <laughs> like we saw what Obi Wan taught Luke, and it was basically. Here's how you hold the damn thing and also use the Force. Sit down in my house and I'll tell you what the Force is. Like, really vaguely. And then play tennis with a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, that's one of the training... Uh, when you train on the VR set, on the VR experience, that's all it is. Okay. It's very fun. Although, don't do that shit with your eyes closed because you cannot do it in real life. <laughs> 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 We're going to see the Wampa in a minute, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Have you seen the deleted scene? Maybe. It's one where um, there's like a no entry sign. Weird. C-3PO rips off the no entry sign. A stormtrooper goes over there and then a Wampa puts his arm through the no entry sign and pulls the stormtrooper in. Okay. I haven't seen that scene. However, that sort of shit happens in so many video games that that now explains that scene being in so many video games. Yeah. Including Lego Star Wars. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's the kind of thing that... Why would... Like, Lego Star Wars invents fun things all the time. Yeah. Um, That feels like something Lego Star Wars would have made up. Uh, uh, However, yeah, it was a deleted scene. <laughs> uh, you're saying that, though. Like, the, the same thing happens in the uh, Dash Rendar game. Okay. Uh, what is that? Shadows of the Empire or something it's called. Yeah, Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, the very first level's on Hoth. And uh, you can you can enter a room that just has free wampers in it, and they will fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you may uh, notice a lot of additional Muppets in this uh, in this episode because Frank Oz really shines. <laughs> uh, Muppets both ways as well because they've um, these are the enhanced edition, so there are more Muppets here than there were in the original release. Fair enough. So there's some digital Muppet. Well, that don't count as a Muppet then, does it? Well. No. Doesn't have a hand up its ass, therefore it's not a Muppet. A digital <laughs> Muppet-like. Wow. <laughs> there's that fuck me energy. Yeah. It's, it's the, uh, the female equivalent of smouldering. He fucking jumped up in rank, didn't he? Very quick. Yeah, they... Then again, then again, to be fair, he did blow up the Death Star, so... He did. He did. (laughs) (laughs) He shot Darth Vader. (laughs) It's one of those, isn't it, where I don't think Han is ever officially technically a member of the Rebellion. He just helps out a lot. It's it's a weird thing where I don't think anyone's technically a member of the Rebellion, apart from the leadership. Everyone else is just like, they just live there, they fly, they do their uh, 
their good aligned terrorism. I hate that sentence, but fair enough. Yeah, chaotic good terrorists. Well, they're not really terrorists because they don't target civilians. Yeah, fair enough. I I feel like that's one of the uh, one of the core things that they cr- you cross a line into terrorism when you attack innocents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, Han Solo's entire problem would have been solved by PayPal. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is one of those things that it could only have happened in, like, the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it also shows how fucked up the Empire is, though, to a certain degree, in that if somewhere doesn't take the Imperial credits, sh- currency's hard to get. Like, we see it in the, in the first episode of Mandalorian, for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's between... That's even... They, they give him Imperial credits, don't they? Yeah, and he says, well, that's no fucking good, because the Empire's gone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just spoken to her as well. Yeah. God damn, like, if C-3PO was a person, he'd have gotten punched, like, several times. Yeah. Han Solo is just smart (laughs) enough to know, if I punch him, I'm going to hurt my hand. (laughs) And also, the guy piloting the suit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, he does come off as a right prick, does, uh, what's his name, Anthony Daniels? Yeah. Yeah. I've got his autobiography. Oh, fair do. I've not read it. Well, here's the problem, but, but right? You, you only want to read it for one thing, and Anthony Daniels comes off as a person who's resentful that he's known for that thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't blame people like uh, like that. Like fucking Anakin Guinness is the well-known one where he didn't hate Star Wars; he hated the fact that that's all anyone thought of when they thought of Anakin Guinness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the autobiography, just like the I am Spock and I am not Spock ones, is just called I am C three PO. Oh well, fair enough. Dude, I still think that's the saddest thing, and that's the last thing he fucking tweeted. Uh, Leonard, yeah, I am, Leonard Nimoy. That I am Spock. Yeah. Like... Because, because you got to bear in mind, the context was, like, for like 30 odd years, he resented the fact that that's all people would call him. You know? Yeah, but also, it, he released two autobiographies. The first one was I am not Spock, saying that he resented just being Spock. And then the next one he released after that was a retraction of that, saying, I'm not attacking the character that you love. Yeah. Um, I accept that it's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. And, he, and I am part of who he is. Yeah, fair enough. And all that. So, yeah. He got two books out of it, at least. <laughs> <laughs> fair play to the guy. And an episode of The Simpsons. Well, he had several episodes. Like, bear in mind, uh, he was more prolific on Futurama. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the by, this scene has also been parodied to death, including in Skyrim. <laughs> did you find? Uh, did you find the cave in Skyrim? Uh, I probably did, like with an ice troll. Yeah, I had a frost troll, but there was a skeleton hanging upside down from the roof. Roof, and but just out of reach of him is a sword, and if you pick it up, it glows either green or blue, depending on what <laughs> enchantment it happens to have on it. So you know, <laughs> I liked I liked that little shit that Bethesda used to throw in. Yeah, back when they were were um, less concerned about year on year, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
This is the second film that starts with a, uh, a, a decapitation of a limb. Decapitation is the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Yeah, amputation. All amputation, that, yeah. yeah. Decapitation, specifically the head, guys. That's why I knew it was wrong. <laughs> yep, yep. First mistake that I noticed was that um, they played the turning off the lightsaber noise, but left the lightsaber on until they changed scene. Boy, that must have been the original fucking footage, because that looked jank. Yeah, it looked like it was made of clay. <laughs> it's it's very odd that some things they, they decided not to enhance. Isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know for a fact they're not doing the non-enhanced versions on Disney+. Plus. This is all the enhanced shit from when they got the catalogues. Yeah, because they'll want to refer to new characters that were just put into the background sometimes as well. Yeah. Like, what's his name? Jizz Banks. Uh, <laughs> I forget his name, but it's saying like that, isn't it? What, uh, like... The uh, the guy that's in charge of the Jizz Whalers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't name your characters Jizz. You can't do that shit. It's the style of music, apparently. I like... don't care. Don't call the style of music Jizz. <laughs> Give it a new name. <laughs> it's well, like I call it Jaff, Jaff or something. If, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a riff on jazz, call it Jaff. Yeah, that works, man. It's just like it's like those fuckers who um, all right. There used to be an old rule in writing where, or it's not an old rule. It's a rule that people get drilled into them when they're younger in school because school teachers are idiots. In that, don't use the word said or say ever when you're using fucking dialogue tags, which is why you end up with some people going to the extreme, like J.K. Rowling with Gand, uh, not Gandalf, fuck, um, Dumbledore ejaculated. Because ejaculated is technically a word for saying something forcefully. However, when you write the word ejaculated, that is not what people are thinking. Yep, yep. <laughs> I, th- I think it is like Ron ejaculated wi- wildly or ejaculated loudly or something. You don't need to put the loudly. If you're using the word yeah. ejaculate, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Man... Oh, fuck. Three quarters of this fucking shot are dead. Leia, go go give go give Chewie a hug. Was she heavy on the coke at this point? Um I believe so. Or was that not until Jedi? You can check her nails if you see them for an extended period of time. Uh, but... I, I don't want to do that for the rest of the movie. Uh... No. I get what you're saying, because I think you said it last time as well when we brought her up. Yeah. Uh, But yeah. Oh, poor Chewie. Chewie's still not paid back his life debt. No, he hasn't. Chewie pays back his life debt in in either a comic or a story where he literally gets killed by a moon. Yes. That was, um... Oh, here's Alec Guinness again. Hello. Luke, get up, you little prick. (laughs) <laughs> you do his voice better. Luke, get your ass out of bed. That's not even a bed. That's a beetle. <laughs> he fucking just went full fucking Ringo with it. <laughs> Luke, get your ass out of bed. <laughs> oh God, help! That's us. kind of not true, isn't it? Yoda being the instructor for him. Yeah. It's one of those weird things where he was the Grand Master of the Council, so he kind of instructed everyone to a certain extent, but it's still technically not true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's one of those where 
Yeah, he instructed everyone. Like he might have instructed him when he was like a like a proper little kid Padawan. Yeah. Uh, before he became a. They don't distinguish between child Padawan and like a journeyman Padawan, which they they could do, but they don't. Yeah, it's very weird. Well, they're called younglings, aren't they? So maybe that's how they oh, distinguish. Oh yeah, yeah, I suppose yeah. Yeah, so like youngling then Padawan. And speaking of scenes that have been parodied to death. Yeah, I remember in the fucking Family Guy one, it takes so much time in between. These smell bad. <sighs> From the outside. <laughs> uh, I, I actually think um, it, it, it was really fucked up, but it still made me laugh. The Rick and Morty one was pretty good. Um, it's, it's been a while. It's, uh, it's like, but Snuffle 5 brought us to water. She's our friend. Yeah, Morty, when the sun goes down, it'll be super deep freeze temperature. We need to cut her open. So just fucking shoots her in the head and then cuts her open and goes, get inside, Morty. Get inside. And then they get inside and they go, wait for it. Complete total freezing. And then the night, go- it becomes night in like two seconds. And he goes, huh, wait, are we on Blimbar 5 or 6? <laughs> it's super fucked up. But it, I did find it very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we have the snowspeeder. I was about to say, this shot before you get the snowspeeder could easily be from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Or Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Hobby. He does not look comfortable in that cockpit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's been he's been jammed into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's Hobby and Jansen, who are the the two X-wing pilots that get um, get used in fiction alongside Wedge. Okay, and they pretty much only appear in this film. That's fine. That's one of the beauties of Star Wars. And uh, Jansen is Wedge's gunner when he's in a um, when he's in a don't, speeder as well. Don't do that when we're recording the podcast. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks very yeah, happy like- as well. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea that they're going out without gunners because they don't need them because they're also going to need the space to pick them up. <laughs> yeah. And also that they're not going to pick up the Tauntaun because they know it's not going to live. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's already dead. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look at what back to tanks used to look like. Yeah. <laughs> Stood up rather than a sit down one. But also, there was not really that much fluid in in the Boba Fett one. Yeah, I guess that was to um, economise on the amount of Bacta. Yeah. you got to bear in mind, this sequence alone has probably taken a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, apparently, Bacta itself is a form of, like, symbiotic bacteria. Yeah, makes sense. And and yeah, Han's still snarking. Hey, to be fair, to be fair, that's kind of his gimmick. Yeah. I, yeah. I what was it? <laughs> I saw a post ages ago where like Han Solo's only ability in this magical space world is basically he, he's confident and he owns a Chevy. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, he's the rogue in a party of paladins. I wouldn't know. There's one paladin, and that's Luke. And even then, he's not really a paladin yeah. yet. He isn't. <laughs> hey, you do not use that word. That is our word. That's yeah, another Family Guy a... joke that's great. 
Yeah, nerf herder basically just means shepherd as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here we go. This is going to get real awkward in about half a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Hands behind the head. Yeah, he looks like he's just had a blowy. <laughs> really easy to forget that Luke is pretty much a kid. Yeah. Well, so is Leia. <clears throat> Well, yeah, they're the same age, I get that. I'm just saying, that's why he's looking so cocky after a kiss, is because he's a kid. <laughs> Whereas Leia's been in the leadership role for a guy. You see that guy just fall over I in the did, I did see him do a little stumble, <laughs> and I was I was taking a drink at the time, and I was like, did he? And then you started talking. <laughs> <laughs> he just ate shit in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but don't forget, by the way, this is the movie that my fucking old science teacher is in. Okay. He's a stormtrooper on Hoth. Yeah, 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 yeah. He might get shot by Han. <laughs> he might do. Like, this is entirely the kind of movie where, if it was made today, you'd definitely see some stormtroopers being thrown aside by Vader. Yeah. And, like, blunt force trauma impact sh killed to death just because they're in his way. Yeah. It was one of my fa like. Um, it wasn't a very good game overall, uh, The Force yeah. Awakens. However, that fucking first level where you're Darth Vader being fucking Darth Vader, tossing Wookiees and Stormtroopers aside like they ain't shit, was the most fun I've ever had with a Star Wars game. Yeah, The Force Unleashed. Oh, Force Awakens is a fucking film name, isn't it? Yeah, it's the movie, yeah. <laughs> They're re-releasing those on the Switch. Fair. Um, they weren't good games, Rick. <laughs> if the whole game was you being Darth Vader and fucking shit up, I could get behind that. It's one of those weird yeah. things where people don't like to make games, or these big companies don't like to make games where there's no progression and are just fun. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. like, Fuck, this tune is iconic. I'm sorry. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, Vader would be a very good Musou character. Yeah, but it's got to be more intimate than Musou. Yeah, well, just zoom it in. When, it, when you get to a... a like, character versus character, just zoom it into something more like an actual fighting game. But you don't need character versus character. But literally, just do Force Awakened, except... Uh, uh, sorry, Unleashed. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing that, my apologies. And just be, have the whole <laughs> game be that first level, but again and again and again on different things. It might get boring for some people, but a lot of people go, Yes, this is what I wanted! <laughs> no, I'm not so, rushing yeah. through the level, I'm going to menacingly walk slowly like Darth Vader would, because he's a fucking drama queen! <laughs> yeah, like a cross between um, Force Unleashed and uh, Fallen Order, but with Vader. Yeah, but you don't need to level up your character because it's Darth Vader. Yeah, max out Vader. He's already done. He's finished leveling up. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Make a make a game, just anything, whatever, and just have a side mode where you can go through each level as Darth Vader. Yeah, Vader mode. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. I cream. Um, and if you really want to make it different, just like go through the level level backwards. Yeah, if you like. Just set up like a new game plus um, uh, progression where enemies are placed differently, they're placed backwards, and it's just something different for even someone who's mastered the regular game. Yeah, and it's like stormtroopers don't attack you on sight. However, that doesn't mean you can't fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> Like you said, they're in the way. They're, like I distinctly remember, there's a scene where there's a bunch of stormtroopers shooting at Wookies on the other side of the bridge. You're behind the stormtroopers, 
and the stormtroopers don't move because they're doing their firing. So you just go, boom, fuck off. Yeah, you throw a stormtrooper or a Wookiee. <laughs> you you could probably try and do that. I didn't. I it was like bowling. Uh, it was just like <laughs> fucking pins down. I think if you just use force pull, then they all drop their guns and they come towards you, don't they? Potentially, I I, re- I can't remember that much. I do like I how affectionate um... Chewie is in this film. Yeah, because <laughs> he knows everyone now. Hmm. I remember when you were playing as the apprentice, you actually got lightning powers, which Vader kind of doesn't have because they, sh- they kill his suit. Um, so a lot of the combos were just, how do I hit someone with a lightsaber while also using lightning? Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, going on a bit of a tangent about Star Wars video games, but we're setting up the Hoth battle, so it don't really matter. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Hoth battle is approaching. They've shot the uh, they've shot the probe already. They know it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. Darth Vader said we're going to Hoth, bitches. Yeah, here go the triangles. Yeah. Um, there you go. There's Hoth. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I forgot that the Super Star Destroyer's engines were red. I, I don't pay attention to that shit. My apologies. <laughs> um, but yeah, the um, there is a video game, and I can't remember which one, because I remember watching a Let's Play of it, where everybody cracked up laughing, because... There's a there's a jewel awaiting at the at the bottom of like a bit of a ledge on a star destroyer esque ship. So they're like, cool, yep. I'm gonna do a cool double jump flip down, and they did that, and then they died of full damage, and then they <laughs> just started pissing themselves laughing, going, "We're a Jedi." <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that. You have to walk that extra five feet and go down the elevator. <laughs> Man, <laughs> how fucking lame is that? Yeah, yeah. Like you, you've got force jump, but you don't have force landing apparently. Yeah. Now, something very interesting about that character in the comics is mm-hmm. uh, at that moment, that character that didn't die—the one that's alive—obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. um, they, they, obviously, they can't do it on screen because it involves thoughts. But in his brain, he's going, "Right, cool. That's terrifying. I'm scared." Um, and then the next time he encounters Lord Vader after his failure, because guess what, Hoff doesn't succeed because they don't get Luke. Um, he tells Vader, Vader doesn't kill him, and then he just makes a silent resolved. Uh, sorry, he resolves his will and silently makes a promise to himself to never be scared of Vader. Because as long as I'm doing my job and don't disrespect him, he's probably not going to kill me. Yeah. I think that's the guy who stays in command until right at the end. As pr- well, isn't pr- it? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, like, the dude he choked out, uh, I think there's a comic that is set between, uh, literally more or less just before this, by like a, a year or something, where they surround the rebel fleet and they're about to capture Skywalker. But because of bullshit, probably involving Han Solo, I can't remember the exact circumstances, uh, the rebels yep, yep. flee. And the reason why that guy gets choked out is more because he's like, hey, we we made the rebels run away and he cannot read the room at all. And he's like, he's like partying and being like, yeah, we're successful. And Darth Vader's like, no, Skywalker got away. Fuck off. But obviously it's Vader, so he plays it a bit cooler than that. Mm hmm, mm hmm. (laughs) And then he's just like, let the, uh, let the mistakes. Stop doing that. (laughs) It's not conscious, sorry. It's uh, he's like the mistakes pile up until there's one that's like easy to um make into a death sentence. Yeah, it's also Darth Vader. He is the attack dog of the Emperor. 
Like yeah. he is the enforcer. He um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he has a reputation, so everyone should know better than to act recklessly in front of him. But technically he has no rank because when he gave up being Anakin Skywalker, he stopped being a Republic general. Yeah, but he's still Sidious is number two, so therefore Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's the Emperor's number two, and a lot of people in the Imperial Navy just don't know how to deal with him. Yep. Like, one of the few people who knows how to deal with him is Tarkin, and that's why he made it so long. Yeah. Another one is Thrawn, but they don't interact very much. Yeah, in fact, the one of the few reasons they get on, and I'm pretty sure we brought this up before as well, is that they both have the same idea, and that is Death Star is a dumb. Yeah, yeah. This entire space station. We could use all these resources and create four times as many Star Destroyers. Like, Thrawn doesn't even like Super Star Destroyers. Nah, Thrawn, is, would, Thrawn, Thrawn likes a fucking shit ton of fighters. Yeah, he would also, he, Thrawn would also prefer to have a normal number of regular Star Destroyers, maybe a couple of interdictors to stop people from going into hyperspace. Yeah. That's, of- a, a, that's actually a really good, like, narrative thing. You have a weak small Star Destroyer with bollocks on it, and the bollocks are what stop you from going into hyperspace. It's now a target. It's narrative both in, um... like, normal narrative things, and also balanced in, like, gameplay terms if you're ever in a space combat game. Sure. How fucking confident must you feel when piloting these things? <laughs> By that, I mean the at not the snow speeders. Uh Like, I'm just I'm just expecting one of them to have truck nuts on it. That's fair. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a Family Guy joke as well. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Man, I, I feel bad now. Oh. That it was a Family Guy joke. <laughs> oh, don't worry about it. See, I don't I don't know how people get over that. What? That um, someone has died in the back seat of your car. Well, very specifically, gotten shot while you're still piloting, and then you just got to kind yeah. of ignore the dead body behind you that was quite potentially your friend. Oh, they were definitely friends. And um, if if he had more time after he gets shot down, it's implied that he would have gotten him out and tried to get him to uh, medical to try and revive him, even if, you know, he got shot in the head or whatever. Like, I think the reason they've not given Splatter... Hey, it's Wedge! Yeah, Reg Antilles? Yeah, Wedge Antilles, yeah. Uh. I think the reason they've not shown Splatter is to keep it as a, a PG. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Well, also, like, blasters don't tend to cause blood anyway. No, 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 no. But lightsabers do. Which is weird, because like, they instantly cauterize the wound. Yeah, yeah, so... Instantly cauterized doesn't mean zero blood. It means that it stops more blood coming out. Yeah, but I considering think, yeah. blasters don't have a cauterizing effect. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, here's the thing, right? This is what I would do if I was in command of the ATAT squadron. It's the moment one went down, I'd be like, everybody stop walking. Yep. <laughs> we are now going Everyone- to we are now going to basically Entrench ourselves and fend them off with our cannons before advancing any further. Yeah, turn your uh, turn your walkers into crouchers and then just like hunker down. Yeah, like uh, like you know, like when dogs and things become loaves. Or shit. <laughs> or, or, or shit, man, like a Necron monolith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just land. 
Okay, last time I saw a monolith was just... It was a little pyramid that floated around, so I don't know if they changed the model since then. I think it's still the same gist. Except now they charge you 100 quid for the model because, yeah, plastic's more valuable, I guess, but no, not really. Oh, it's, it's year-on-year growth. Like <laughs> Yeah, but not that much, bud. Remember when monoliths were 45 quid? I remember when they were the same price as Land Raiders, and that was 30 quid. Well, there you go. You're older than me. What do you want? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And people thought Land Raiders were expensive because a fucking Rhino was a tenner. Man, I've never known a Rhino to be cheaper than 25. Man, the Snowtrooper yeah. uniforms are cool. Yeah, they are. They do look a bit KKK, though. They do a bit. <laughs> they do a Flame Trooper as well that's basically a, 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 a Snowtrooper with... Obviously, a flamethrower and a tank on their back. Fair. So that's the that's the only other way that they reuse that. Whereas normally it's a normal stormtrooper thing with a like a a shoulder thing. Like the sand trooper apparently is separate to a stormtrooper, except it fucking isn't. You know. <laughs> yeah, they used to like to do that with the fucking uh, Battlefront games. Yeah, it's um, it's it's toy logic, I guess. Yeah. If you can market something that's exactly the same as something different, then why wouldn't you? Yeah. Uh, like, um, I'm going to talk about wrestling very quickly, but there was an interesting, like, they used to do a, a thing on WWE Network called Table for Free, which is they uh -huh. get free wrestlers with, like, a similar background or gimmick or something, and they'd sit them at a dinner table and they just shoot the shit for half an hour while they eat. Um, and, uh, one of them had Seamus, William Regal, and I think Raid Barrett, can't remember, it's been a while. W William Regal <laughs> and Sean, and Sean, fucking Seamus are the two key players. Uh, Seamus did this crazy thing at one point where he gave himself a mohawk and braided his beard and okay. William Regal basically praised him and said see what you're doing with your look is fucking genius right because now you look interesting and you're going to sell more toys because every kid <laughs> every kid is going to want the John Cena toy because John Cena's the big good guy however yeah. you can't just have one wrestler figure you need a baddie for him to fight so what's the parent, yeah. what's the parent who knows fuck all about wrestling going to do Oh, they're going to pick the interesting-looking character and go. Oh, there you go. He can fight him. Yeah, that, that, that's basically why Darth Maul sold out as an action figure eh, because eh. he was an interesting baddie. Eh. <laughs> uh, and William Regal's story is also pretty interesting as well because the way he didn't do anything crazy with his look, but he, what he used to do, and I quote, he used to give himself the most punchable face possible every time he spoke, so that if anyone was watching with their kids, they go, "I don't like this guy." I'm going to buy the toy of him so my son can beat him up with the John Cena. Except in William Regal's day, it probably would have been Stone Cold or The Rock, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's my wrestling tangent for the day. Man. This is so cool. It is, it is. Like, I, <clears throat> I liked this scene way more than I ever thought I would as a kid. Oh, they do have little chicken walkers, so they could have just used those. To take some scissors <laughs> and cut the um, cut the tow cables off the other attacks. Yeah, uh, um, I never played the new Battlefront games, but one of the Battlefront modes was um, uh, a Scott mission. Yeah, except you the two the attack. Yeah, yeah, except there's two of them, and those are your checkpoints. So that's where you spawn from. Yes, and I was like, that's a very cool concept. It's a shame the game's ruined by EA being EA. <laughs> yeah, the better you do. The easier you have, it's like a it's like a steamroll mode. Yeah. If you don't get any uh, momentum, momentum, then you're fucked. Yeah. Oh, is that that's the um, oh that's the one that he pulls it off? Yeah. Oh, okay. And they've yeah, okay, yeah. 
It's a yeah, very cut away from it, so he doesn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a very small scene as well. That's cute. That's adorable. That's awesome. How many more words can I say? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the that was the no entry sign that C three PO pulls off. And of course, only he knows how to read it because he can read six million languages. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love how he's slow, and when people decide to go the other way, he's like, "Oh, fuck's sake!" Yeah. <laughs> now this, I'm terrifying when you think about the scene in context of a rebellion soldier. You got Darth Vader what? just walking around your base. If it was today, he'd be like whacking bits of scenery out of the way with his lightsaber as well. Possibly. I'm looking forward to that Obi Wan fucking show so much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm curious to see what role Hayden Christensen's going to play. I don't know if they're going to have flashbacks as, um, uh, you know, flashbacks from Clone War era where they're buddy buddy, or if they're going to have flashbacks, or not even flashbacks, current time, just Darth Vader fucking shit up. But you know, if they were going to do that, they wouldn't exactly need Hayden Christensen for the role. So, I don't know. They wouldn't, but yeah, it's it's, it's one of those where I think it might be a um, there might be some flashback stuff, there might be some current stuff. Um, oh, a mix of both I, would be the ideal. Yeah, because like you don't want it all to be one and not the other. Because we we've seen what entirely flashbacks does to a show. Yeah. <laughs> the annoying part, part part is is the flashbacks for that show is the only fucking story. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's like an extended origin extended origin scene that happened over multiple episodes. That you know. No one if asked. It was for. just that. It could have been quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Vader is immediately like, "Don't care." Luke's not on it. Yep. Because <laughs> he can see, he can sense it. Oh, by the way, there's a viral image going around online of, uh, and I'm using air quotes here, Luke Skywalker or Star Killer's original outfit. Which was this really oh, yes. dumb, over-the-top, fucking flashy thing. And Mark Hamill sat down in an interview one time and said, um, he was asked about it, and he said, oh, that was never Luke Skywalker's costume. And they were like, uh, where did this picture come from then, sir? And he went, uh, I was on a ger- German TV show to promote Star Wars, and they dug up this costume, and they told me that that's what they thought it was, and I didn't have the heart to tell them that that was not true. So he just wore, he just wore it for the interview. And did a couple of pictures for them. That's the story I've heard, and I think that's fucking adorable. Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> and you've also got to bear in mind, Mark Hamill would have been a young man at that point as well. So it's like, might have been a hint of like, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say no as well to it. You yeah, know? yeah, part of that, yeah. But um, in, in hindsight, in being like older and wiser and being able to portray himself as being young and wise, <laughs> it's, also a, it's also a good pre-art-per-art move, you know? A yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> now you can see them, yeah. <laughs> this is JPEGs travelling across the universe. Didn't have JPEGs back then? Yeah, bitmaps. <laughs> I, I take the piss with Han Solo being confident and having a Chevy, but he can drive that Chevy. Yeah, he can. <laughs> These guys can't just can't drive actual massive warships and not crash it into each other. In space. All they have to do is go up or down. (laughs) (laughs) Are we going to get the line in a minute, aren't we? Of uh, Never Tell Me The Odds. I believe so. 
Oh, wait, not until we get to the asteroid field, I think, maybe. Yeah, it's the asteroids. Can't wait to see the asteroids, because uh, in the background there is definitely an asteroid that is just a shoe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that one. Yeah, it's great. I, I love it, because I got told that as a child, and I've never forgotten it. <laughs> Fucking shoe. <laughs> I love how they give the Chewbacca, like, it's, they did this a long time ago, but they gave him the belt just so he's not completely naked. Yeah, and, like, just like with Sonic characters, the, having one piece of clothing is weirder than none. Yeah. <laughs> but if he didn't have anything, he would just look like a beast. Whereas now, with that on, he looks like he's, like, meant to be there, you know? That's fair. By the by, guys, um... As we've all learned, because everyone always likes to say it because they like to be smart science nerds, asteroid fields are not this dense. <laughs> Ever. Well, maybe in the far reaches of space that we can't quite see yet, but you know. Yeah, it's just it's one of those things. We see it from far away. It looks close together when we're far away. Never tell me the but odds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never tell me the odds yet. <laughs> But here's the thing, like he's he's a pretty he's he's a pretty good pilot, as you see. Yep. He's a very good pilot because you can tell that people with smaller craft are getting themselves fucked up. But I also feel but like um <laughs> th there's the potential that uh, the fighters have got uh, because they're faster, they're harder to sort of maneuver in this particular context. Maybe. But I get I get what you're saying and I totally agree. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here. Well, part of the idea of the Falcon is that it's meant to be the fastest ship in the universe. That's bollocks though. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Maybe when it was new. Like, they have hyperspace. Like, anything that can go into hyperspace can just automatically just be at light speed. Well, there you go. Man, these asteroids are cool. They are. This level in LEGO Star was actually quite fun as well, even though it made no goddamn sense. <laughs> Man, when I played Lego Star Wars, I had the very first Lego Star Wars. Yeah. Um, the uh, the one that was just the original, the not the no, it's not the original, the sequel trilogy, the prequel trilogy. You mean? Yeah, the prequels, prequel serial trilogy. Sorry, yeah. The, the the first set of sequels that they made, which were prequels. Yep. Um, and weirdly, we got Revenge of the Sith in Lego form before Revenge of the Sith was revealed in trailers. So we got to divine. The content of the movie in Lego form. <laughs> okay, I, w I didn't know that that came out before the film. Yeah, it was like a week, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Anakin turns into Darth Vader. Like, we knew that, but we also <laughs> didn't know that... Okay, we also didn't know that General Grievous was going to die by getting shot by Obi-Wan. However, in Lego form, they just shot him and his head fell off. Yeah. So... <laughs> it could be very easy to hand wave that, though. You know, it's like, that's just Lego Star Wars being dumb. Yeah, yeah. More recent Lego <laughs> games, they when... literally do, they literally take voiceovers and voice things, but I remember in the very first one, it was just like, Rrr, Rrr. they had to talk yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and, you know, use visual cues to communicate. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well, because that's what Lego games have been before that, but yeah. um, I think it was Lego Lord of the Rings, which is the first one that had the actual voices in. Yeah, and, they turned and the, it wasn't... Uh, they turned the heads from being... Um, uh, didn't they turn them from being yellow heads to being pink heads? Yeah, they turned it flesh-coloured. Yeah. yeah. But uh, they had flesh-coloured in Lego Star Wars. Okay. Yeah, they were, they were still fleshy. Uh, they, uh, 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 fuck, sorry. Apart from the original, uh, basically, 
OC games, like I think they've always been flesh coloured, not yellow. Okay. Okay. Man, I don't know about you, but as a child, I really wanted to go to Dagobah just to play around. <laughs> play around in the swamp. Well, like it, it looks like one of those adventure places, you know? <laughs> I've been to Mankier adventure places. Dude, as a child, I used to love going to uh, Inchesenton World of Adventures in the kid area. They had an Action Man assault course. Oh, man. And it was the most fun ever as a ch- from the context of as a child. I'm pretty sure looking back at it as an adult, thinking back, it was actually quite shit. But as a child, it was magical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also not man, been there for years, so you know. <laughs> man, the number of like dead theme parks around the UK is like enormous. Like, Chessington is still open, isn't it? Yeah, it's part of Merlin, so it's not going away anytime soon. Yeah, there was one that was like literally like based around Camelot. Oh. The uh, the place is still there. Yeah. You can go to it. It's a dead ghost town, which I think is actually really cool. It is. Especially if it's still got, yeah. like, themed zones. It's got themed zones that are all, like, decayed and, um, like, Dark Soulsified <laughs> just over time. <laughs> so what you're saying is we should go there and LARP. <laughs> Maybe so. They've also got the same thing for Mr. Blobbyland. That's terrifying. That's more terrifying yeah. than what we're watching on screen. Yeah, there's zombified Mr. Blobby heads all over the place. Oh, no. you got I gotta fucking... Uh, you gotta go and take pictures for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going there. I ain't getting attacked by Mr. Blobby. <laughs> Blobberty, blobberty, blob. <laughs> I like the fact that the only reason R2 survived is because he was not edible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he sounded like a fucking clanger then. It's one of the um, R2 noises that anyone can make, though, isn't it? The one where you just whistle a, whistle a little bit inquisitively, and then you do it a little bit again... But even higher. <laughs> I, I, I can't whistle very well, so I can't do it. Uh, I'm not going to do it on the thing, because the mic doesn't pick it up very well. So Yeah, but you're willing or to rather, do the fucking no. clicky clacks often enough. <laughs> well, the, the mic picks it up too well, which is the problem. <laughs> and if, if a mutual friend of ours would be like, it's like, oh, can you stop whistling? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Well, that's where the lightsaber goes. He needs it empty. It's still gross. Yeah. <laughs> Wait politely for the door to close. <laughs> Dude, as an aside on Star Trek, when they, they had that effect, it was literally just people pulling on pulley systems. Yes. And uh, it's that story of like the amount of times people had to fucking uh, would just walk into doors because they had to just act as if they were going to open every time without fail. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, that's just like your, your 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 anecdote about just stay quiet and people listen. Yeah, <laughs> that's the the number one way to be in- intimidating is literally be intimidating. Yeah, don't shout. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts, man. Yeah. Although one of my <laughs> something I saw the other day really tickled me was uh, Jake the Snake, short for short for Jacob the Snake Hub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it tickled me, but it did. I do love those ones though. When when you take a name that looks like it's been shortened and just elongate it into things. Yeah. Well, just like elongated muskrat. 
Stop it. <laughs> sass to sass combat. It's one of those annoying things because I don't want to talk because so I just want to watch the fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um... Yeah. Uh, originally, Yoda was meant to be a nine-foot-tall giant. And when they settled on him being uh, small, yep. they said he was going to be blue. Interesting. And they did that for KOTOR. Yep. Um... <laughs> But yeah, also when Frank Oz brought in a puppet for Yoda that he worked on, everyone just went, you just made your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you look at them side by side and it weren't far off, to be fair, but that's kind of fucked up to say to a dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Could you... It's one of these weird things where like, they treat planets as locations yeah. rather than planets. Oh, fuck, there's a snake there. <laughs> Yeah, there is. Whereas if you go to Earth to look for someone, you're not going to find a person on Earth. <laughs> yeah, but the Force? Yeah. It's, it's not Luke finding Yoda, it's Yoda finding Luke. Yeah. Because um, isn't there some bullshit about Dagobah being very, like, uh, it, it's, like, enshrouded in, like, dark Force energies, and that's what helped Yoda stay hidden? Yeah, like, the tree is all, like, super dark Force stuff. Mm. And... It's not that he wants to be there. It's that it's a good place to be to like kind of counteract it. Otherwise, he's like a shining beacon of light around the universe. Yeah. This race is super fucking high in force energies, bro. Yeah, yeah. From a sample size of three yeah. in canon. Yeah, the KOTOR. Four, <laughs> four if you count the one in KOTOR. I was going to say, the KOTOR dude, Yoda, Grogu, don't know the other one. Yaddle. Never heard of... Oh, is it's, that the female just, one, is it? Yeah, it's just Yoda in a wig. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. It's Miss Piggy. It's literally, Yoda, it's literally Yoda in a wig. Yeah, someone pointed out, like, there's so many more quotable lines in um, Revenge of the Sith than in the entire original trilogy. Like, what do you remember about Yoda and Luke first meeting each other? It's, away, put your weapon, I mean you no harm, and hey, that's my dinner. However, <laughs> later on, the the line of do uh, do or do not, there is no try is pretty fucking good. Oh, absolutely. That's a tattoo line. Yeah. Speaking of tattoos, one of the things MCM has been advertising like the last... Uh, granted, not the last one because it was still sort of COVID era, but before COVID era, the last three times we went, it was like, we've got famous tattoo artists that have the rights to do to do Star Wars and Marvel tattoos. And I laughed because I went, as if anyone's going to fucking stop them. Yeah. You're not going to get a fucking cease and desist on your skin nah. from Disney. Nah. <laughs> and if you do, that's not a case they'll win. No. No, because, like, fan art. The whole point about fan art is it's fan art. <laughs> and all the, all the person who has the ta tattoo has to do is. Uh... Well, it, it's fan art either way. But the thing is, the. You could say that the person that made the fan art made money out of it. Yeah, except then. guess what? Fan art's being sold all the time. The only thing that seems to get actively attacked is fan fiction, and I still don't know why. 
Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to making money, obviously fan rights get taken the piss out of all the time, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um Ah, oh, bollocks. I was gonna say same, but the point's gone. I've got plenty of fucking stuff on me that I could probably uh, technically I don't own, so therefore should not have tattooed on me. Yeah, like Lady Maria. Yeah. Although fun fact, when I had the Lady Maria tattoo done, and uh, the tattooist was looking up pictures, uh, he was like, "Hey, do you want this one instead? Because this one's kind of cool." And I was like, I was really tempted, but I eventually said no. And I'm looking back in time, and I'm like, I wish I went for the other one just a little bit. Had <laughs> <laughs> a bit more of a pop of color to it because it was like a portrait rather than just the face. Sure. Sure. Like the uh, the things that you remember about Lady Maria are sitting in the chair, dead, grabbing someone's arm, and setting her weapons on blood. I have there's footage of me going blood and fire. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a standard buff now in Elden Ring, blood flame blade. Blech. <laughs> I paid for the fucking game. I'll play it eventually, but fuck, I don't like it. <laughs> I just gotta treat the dungeons as the reward for uh, for the shit that you don't like. That's not how games work, Rick. If I'm not having fun all the time, what's the fucking point? Oh, that's why I'm not subbed. Okay. <laughs> okay. Didn't even I didn't even bring that up. Yeah, but ex- that's exactly it, though. Like the reward for doing the shit that's not fun is the thing that is fun. Yeah, but the thing is, like, is I also unsub from that game when I'm not actively doing things in it. Like, right now, that new raid's out, and I have fun doing the new raid, therefore I'm subbed. However, I also only play the game, like, two times a week to do the raid yeah. and to do a Chloe yeah. book. Because <laughs> I've got to help Chloe, because she's precious. Yeah, she is. Oh, yeah, stay clear of websites, because... Uh, websites in general. Gaming websites, because there's already spoilers for the raid as articles on them. Okay, but I've done the raid, like, three times now. No, the uh, the new ultimate. Okay, I'm never going to do ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, crazy. There's, there's a potential, actually important spoiler for it. Oh, is it the stuff from Final Fantasy VI? Uh, no. Oh, I ain't got a clue. What is the new ultimate anyway? It's the. It's basically Heaven's Water Bridged. I don't see how that so could possibly it's... spoil anything. It's it's more about just spoil um, it. No one cares. Go. Okay, it's the middle of the thing. Anybody who's watching this far is not going to be watching it for spoilers. Yeah. Um. Apparently, there's going to be a way to stop Horshfant from dying. That ruins the entire plot. Yeah. Also, they can't be because not everyone does ultimate content. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's people just chatting shit on the internet because it gets clicks. Yeah, maybe. Because also the, the title of it is something like... Um, Beloved Heavensward Person Returns. Yes, yeah, stopping, a, stopping a dear friend from, from their sacrifice. How many times um, do you visit that fucking grave at the end of a major plot point? All the time! Six, like six times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, between very few expansions, yeah. That, that's quite a lot. <laughs> eh. See, it's one of those weird things where, like, if you meet a dude who is, like, 50 or 60 and is named Anakin, they were called Anakin because of this moment. Yeah. 
<laughs> if you see anyone who is less than 30 named Anakin, they got named after something really shitty from Star Wars Phantom Menace. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were named after fucking, like, mop-top tails. <laughs> It's one of those weird things where he kind of is, uh, like he kind of doesn't need to be a Jedi to be a threat. Because mm. we even see it, like, like well, less so in the actual canonical expanded universe, but in the expanded universe in the books, he's very not Jedi-like for a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he's more of a pilot that happens to have a lightsaber, mm. and that becomes such a trope that when Luke becomes the Jedi Master, that like has to train all the new generation they basically have to invent more people to be that trope of pilot with lightsaber <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Christ, Jesus Christ even Anakin and Plo Koon were pilot with lightsaber yeah and like you say Plo Koon was the strongest pilot I didn't realise how many snakes were in this fucking Dagobah scenes <laughs> There was like two on the table. Mm. I, I again, I loved in Rebels when Darth Maul did this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Darth Maul pretended to be crazy, <laughs> and it's just like this is just what Jedi. This is just what Force sensitive do when they get old. They like to fuck with kids. Uh, very specific <laughs> way I said that for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mess with kids' heads. There we go. So, I love when he does the Muppet thing of just screwing up his face because the guy inside his head's just like making a fist. Eh. <laughs> like Kermit does it all the time whenever he's having a mood, but <laughs> you can see it a lot with Yoda as well. I'll give credit to Hamill in this scene because he's act he's really reacting quite well to Ben and Yoda talking, even though they probably he probably couldn't hear Alec Guinness talking in this scene. Yeah, totally. Yoda's old as fuck, bro. Hmm. Yeah, he's trained for eight hundred. He's nine hundred now. What's the line? When nine hundred years old, you reach look as good. You will not. Yep. <laughs> I think someone decided that it was going to be his birthday that he conked out on. <laughs> but, like, that's so asinine. Because uh, uh, when you get to the hundreds, you, you, you go by hundreds, not by individual ones, don't you? Yeah. But it's also one of those things where, like, Je it's weird because Jedi don't technically die, do they? Uh, yeah, well, the idea is that they become one with the Force. Their corporeal form goes away. But they're still there. You can talk to them whenever the fuck you want. Only some of them. I think only Obi-Wan and Yoda actually dissolve. Like, even Qui-Gon... We had a funeral a pyre. Behind. Yeah, yeah, he left a corpse behind, had a funeral pyre, and still his spirit became a like one with the Force and became the first Force ghost in modern times. Yeah, but again, what I'm saying is, like, you, you, you just slip the corporeal form. You don't... I'm not saying it needs to go away in special Force magic ways. I'm just saying... All it is is passing from physical to spiritual. Yeah, I guess so. 
Yeah, who needs to fucking evade, right? Yeah. <laughs> just... the, the problem with this in real terms is if you blow up an asteroid, you know, it's not so much that you no longer have one problem. It's now that you have 10,000 small problems, which are even more of a problem. I think the implication <laughs> is that the shield on a Star Destroyer it can actually handle the debris. Yeah. But the, the ones on the TIE fighters and the TIE bombers don't. <laughs> but they don't care. <laughs> They're expendable. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, I forgot about this terrifying thing that's about to happen. Yeah, the Minoc. Yeah, that's gross. Space leech bat. Yep. They eat electricity. They must be starving. Yeah, because they're living inside a slug. <laughs> it's technically a worm, but okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, it, it, it's something. It's not teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's a worm with a Y. Okay. Ah, intestine. I like how they've got the face things on, but they don't they're not actually connected to anything. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and it's most egregious with Chewie. Yeah, yeah, Chewie is the worst. I think the idea is that the thing that it's connected to is meant to be filtering stuff out better than Yeah, except they're in space. Yeah. So they need oxygen. Yeah. And they also should really have a fucking they should helmet on, if anything, because they their 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 heads will be exploding. Otherwise. And they also need to close the door to the Millennium Falcon because it will be leaking oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> all this shit that they're protecting themselves from is just going into the Falcon. Now, okay, I realize we're being really like me and Rick don't actually care about this shit. However, we're reviewing it, and this is a very boring scene until this happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of cool how you can see through the membranes of their wings. Yeah, it's very cool. It's a very cool effect for the time as well. Yeah. Bear in mind, most apart from the shit they enhance digitally, uh, which you can tell when they do that, all of this was practical effects, man. Yeah, like, full respect to practical effects. Yeah, I miss them. Mm, mm. Like, I've brought, I'm, I'm sure I've brought this up before, but Peter Jackson, director of Lord of the Rings, um, has said in interviews countless times that Lord of the Rings happened at a magical time where they had enough special effects to get away with doing some of the harder stuff, but not enough that it was all special effects. Yeah, yeah, and like it was good. It was good enough that they could like double down on it for things like Gollum. That you you had to do that as a CGI guy. Yeah, and uh, oh, have you seen the time when it glitched out when they were rendering it? I have. <laughs> His hair's stood on end. His hair is really angry. <laughs> he only has like ten hairs as well, uh. but when they're at f- <laughs> full mast, it really shows up. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. But apparently, yeah, around that time, um, entire camera firms would rent out their server space for rendering. So, like, you could just say to Kodak, okay, I need a month worth of rendering to do these two scenes, and they will just do it for you. Yeah, fair. And, uh... Oh, that was a... I like that cute little thing where it just it flaps about without actually dropping height at any point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, apparently in the new Lego Star Wars Luke with Yoda is the best character how why does he move slightly faster or jump slightly higher or something he's got uh, Yoda's increased speed of using the force okay because Yoda does it for him 
but he doesn't have the downside of having to get into uh, yeah the hover jumpy car. frog mode. Yeah. <laughs> so he can walk around like a normal guy. Mm. Yeah, I do remember that was a bitch to use Yoda in the prequels because uh, he walks, he walks, he hobbles with a cane unless you put him in movement mode where you're in the wheelchair. It's, yeah. There's no wheelchair. He's, he's, yeah, you know where it is. Yeah, the hover chair. Yeah. Yeah, he's either in the hover chair or he's got his lightsaber out and he's bouncing around like a, like a frog. Yeah, yeah. My favorite description is like a frog on ketamine. <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. It's a good description, though, isn't it? Mm hmm, mm hmm. <laughs> a frog having a jump scare. <laughs> I like how they, they haven't actually cleaned R2. I was just going to say the same is- thing. His head is clean because he was out in the rain, but the uh, the body isn't because, you know, the head was on top when the rain was coming down. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's effort to clean the droid. True, true. Man, he's going to get the X-Wing all gunky. <laughs> and he goes in. <laughs> How does the song go? Like, what I said was true from a certain point of view. Yep. <laughs> Man, it, it sucks how they had to defend that later on. Uh, what? Because basically they only intended to make one film. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking snake again. Yep. All snakes. It snakes all the way down. Oh. God, no. I had a nightmare the other day that I chased a giant fuck-off spider in my living room. In that, um... Oh. It- it wasn't giant as in comparable to a human, but it was giant in that, like, it was massive and I could see it crawling on the floor. And I was like, okay, uh, dogs attack. And the dogs refused to go near it, so I had to go near it. And I had a hoover, and it did <laughs> not end well. Oh, no. <laughs> no my, my, well, at least you lived. But here's the thing, <laughs> is my plan... Another snake. Y- yeah, fucking snakes are everywhere. <laughs> um, but the uh, the thing is, is my plan in the dream made no sense. Because I grabbed the, the tube from the hoover... There's another snake. Um, and I was like, the tube will blow it away. Because apparently in my dream, I didn't know how hoovers worked. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can probably guess the rest. And I eventually woke up and went, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. <sighs> now, as, a f- as Fearscapes go, this one's actually a really good training just for facing someone like Vader where you can just like have a little lightsaber fight with them in the short term. Yeah. And yeah, he goes like really super, super low frame rate. Didn't he, uh, correct me if I'm wrong because I kind of blanked a little bit. Did, um, did Yoda not tell him to leave his lightsaber outside? Yeah, he says, your weapons, you will not need them. Yeah. And then he just takes them anyway. Yeah. Because he's not supposed to beat uh, Darth Vader here. Well, that, because cause you're meant to overcome your fears, not destroy them. I think is the, yeah. is the general gist of the test. And then obviously so his the, actual greatest fear is that he's Darth Vader, right? Or that he's so, got yeah, so the, he's got so the same the, amount yeah. of evil within him. The test rewrites itself and gives him Luke's face, which, like, it it was really a lot later on that I realized that was meant to be Luke's face because without the rest of his body, like, it's out of context for me. But even just without the hair, 
Yeah. If it weren't for Mark Hamill's very distinctive little uh, skin bumps on his cheeks, yeah, yeah, I, the mole. I would never, I would, I would never have put two and two together. However, even as a child, I managed to end. <gasps> How? <laughs> <laughs> that man's playing Gallagher. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the claw. Oh, it's Bosk. Good old, good old Bosk. Yeah. <laughs> There's a bug and a droid that always go together, and they're called Zuckus and Forlom, and Forlom is for the love of money. Okay. One thing I wish they didn't do, even though I know why they did it, is... Yeah, they've changed his voice to um, Morrison's. Yeah. Like, I'm a lot more on board with it now, now that Boba Fett has appeared a lot more. Sure, but, you know, I... I... Again, I've, I think I've, I've definitely said this before on the podcast, but uh, I'll say it again because we need to talk. Um, where I had an argument with my brother because I was just like, he didn't sound anything like Boba Fett does now. And he goes, yeah, and he showed me a clip. And I was like, that's not the original voice clip. I swear to God, he did not sound like that. And eventually yeah, we yeah, found absolutely. like a comparison thing on YouTube and thank fuck because, yeah, it did used to be another guy who actually passed away not too long ago. Yeah, very recently, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um. He he also appeared on um, Russell Howard's Good News one time. Ah, oh. as one of those. Yeah, I'm going to sit here on this pile of newspapers. Ask me some and questions answer- and find out who I am. Yeah, and Russell Howard goes eventually. Are you in Star Wars? He went. I was in Star Wars, and he goes. Are you a Jedi? And he went. I could never be a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> If I was Russell yeah, Howard, if I got... found out it was Boba Fett, and I'm sure he probably did, I would have freaked out. I think he did, yeah. yeah. He, he was real excited. Yeah, I think Captain Nida buys it, doesn't he? Mm. I think Admiral Piet stays and Captain Nida gets killed. Yeah, this is why Vader doesn't kill him, basically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a very British response. I shall take full responsibility and apologise to the to the to the Admiral, as it were. <laughs> There's a great scene in uh, in Sharp where some fucking prick is uh, answering to Lord Admiral Nelson. Okay. Or actually, no, it's not Nelson. It'll be Wellington for the Land Forces. Um, he, he's talking to him and he goes, "Oh, so and so was responsible for losing the King's colours." And he gets proper fucking reamed where he said, so-and-so died getting trying to get those colours back, whereas you're still in front of me! Now get the fuck out! But in a much more classy way. You know? <laughs> Man, I've not watched any of Sharp. It's not a bad show. Uh, yeah. It suffers from something that a lot of the those sort of period pieces suffer from, and that is they didn't have a budget early on, which means you've got yeah. an enti- you're meant to have an entire British army against an entire French army, but it's like ten dudes on each side. <laughs> 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 but they're not the focus of the show it's Sharp and his lads you know so yeah, they can get away mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. it but yeah it's like um, they show the same shot of people getting blown apart like three or four times in a row because they don't have that many dudes to... <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a part where he's drilling his team and he goes well what do you bring to the fucking table and he goes uh, mm. I can read sir and uh, and Sharp just moves on because Sharp can't read at that point. 
Okay. <laughs> but no one knew that. In character. Fair enough. Uh, Apologise, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to hear the signature. Tss, tss. Oh, bring up the toy from the pond. Yes, yes. Sell the toys! One of my favourite stories from Mark Hamill from back in the day. Uh, this was uh, during a press sort of tour when episode one, two, and three were coming out. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Was um, uh, he didn't believe in keeping toys in mint condition? He just gave them to his kids when his kids were old enough to play with, you know, toys. And uh, yeah, he yeah. said, "He said they're they're like twenty, thirty now." And uh, they one of them came up to me and said, "Oh, Dad, why did you let me give Princess Leia a hair a haircut? She's worth three thousand dollars mint." And uh, Mark Campbell just goes, "You see, you can't you can't win." I, either you have them, either you upset them as kids because they can't play with the toy, or you, you know, here they are as adults and they can't sell them for money. <laughs> then again, they're not hurting for money. <laughs> oh no, exactly, exactly. But Mark, you don't know what uh, parents are like. He might have been a bit strict on the coin purse to teach his kids how to, you know, value money. And if that is the case, mad respect. Yeah. Well, it's one of those where if they really wanted to sell the Princess Leia. All they had to do is just get Mark Hamill to sign it. <laughs> and then it's instantly worth more, plus the story. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. I, I said it before and I'll say it again. One of my prized possessions right now is uh, is uh, David Prowse's signature. Yes. Because wasn't it not, not long before he passed away as well? Oh, I, no, I purchased it after his death. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. okay. But, um, but yeah, it's it's great. Uh, see, I don't really bump into celebrities, believe it or not. So I don't have actual signatures that I've got on myself. I I usually purchase them, and you know, um, uh, here's something I've always been a stickler for: is that people don't understand what certificates of authenticity are. Mm. In that, um, they don't guarantee the thing that you've got is real. What it is is it's it's the person who's selling you the autograph, signing it to say, "Yes, I got this signed by so and so." Which means if at any point you find out that that was a lie, you get your money back. Right. Yeah, you see, it's not like, yeah, it's to say this is authentic. But what it's actually is, is a legally binding document that if it, uh, you know, that it's a forgery or it's a fake or any of number of situations, you're covered financially. So, yeah, you should you should get them when you purchase autographs. However, do not think because you have one, you have the official proper article. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. PSA for people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't buy many autographs that's the one autograph I've bought for myself all the others were uh, of sportsmen for my dad when he was still around yeah yeah and also um, ah oh, what's the name of those people in that pop group gold the Kemps uh, I got an autograph of the Kemps when they played the uh, the Cray Twins okay for him okay I'm telling stories because there's not much to talk about right now. It's an iconic fucking scene. What do you want us to say? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time without a subtitle, and the first subtitle is Yoda going, mm. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to dissect? Give subtitles- Go on. I was going to say, they don't give subtitles to R2 making beeps. <laughs> nah. But yeah, want to dissect what, sorry? Uh, do you want to dissect the line of uh, do or do not, there is no try? I mean... Yeah, it's absolutely iconic. It's it, and it is basically saying, "Don't set out with the mindset of potential failure." Yeah, the way because uh, by that point you've already talked yourself into failure. Yeah, 
Uh, the way I've always taken the line is a lot of people go, oh, that's an absolute, and only Sith do that. And um, okay, uh, you know th- that's what that's what a lot of people seem to take away from it. The way I've always taken it is, no, you're not going to try to do it. You're going to do it, and either you're going to succeed or you're going to fail. Yeah, and that's yeah. No, no. that's a great outlook at, at approaching tasks. I'm going to do the task. I don't know. You you might not know if you're going to fail or succeed, but you know you're going to do one of the two. Yeah, yeah. Like it's uh, you're going to do it to completion, and whether it's a positive or negative outcome is up to what happens in the task. Yep. Yeah, I, I like that one. Yeah, I've, I thought that was how they got away with it, but I couldn't remember a hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> what a ballsy move. And fuck, I'm just looking at the time left on the film. We've got just under an hour. I could have sworn they got to Alderaan before now. Uh, not Alderaan. Not Alderaan. Fucking <laughs> best bin. Oh, fuck, it's definitely not Alderaan. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> My bad. Although that, said, although that said, they do reuse the idea of an asteroid field from the Alderaan scene. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said that as well. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Creepier going, oh, yeah, the Empire may just be gracious enough to... <laughs> no, they fucking won't. <laughs> but he doesn't know that. He's programmed with etiquette and protocol. Yeah. Like, as 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 you'd see from the name protocol droid. Mm-hmm, I like that, yes. Scoundrel, you'd like him. <laughs> yeah, so apparently the gas they use for the, the, the mine with this is used in, like, lasers. Okay. So it's essentially uh, blaster coolant. Yeah, and that means it's a fucking gold mine during the Empire. Yes. Now that's a quote as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think my favourite um, Han quote, and I'm sure it's a lot of people's, is actually at the end of this film. Of uh, what the "I love you, I know." Yeah, it's great, and I love, <laughs> I love when they call back to it in Jedi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you just reverse it. <laughs> it's great. Oh, they're slave one. Yeah, Boba had the same idea. Yeah, and he's the only bounty hunter who had the idea. Now, that's what makes him the best in this particular situation. Yeah, because Cad Bane's off doing shit somewhere else, apparently. <laughs> well, he might be in stasis. We don't know. That might be how he's lived so long. It could be. It would imply so, wouldn't it? Because, again, we established early on that uh, that species shouldn't live that long. No. <laughs> Although he is, like, uh, we use the trope a lot in Star Wars, more machine than man. Yeah. Like he's got the he's got the wires going to the side of his face, even going far back to when he was like young. Yeah. I'm not gonna say in his prime, because I don't think his prime actually ends. <laughs> but yeah. Well, case in point, he couldn't be um Shit. Uh, he could still beat Boba Fett on the draw. Yes. However, again, I, I feel like we need to emphasize the fact that he's always been a speed shooter. Yeah, he's a speed shooter, not a close combat. Like one of the reasons why he beat Hunter, even though Hunter's a great shot, is Cad Bane fires from the hip. 
Yeah. And whereas Hunter, during that scene, we even see it, his arm is still rising to get a shot long after Cad Bane's already fucking shot him. Yeah. (laughs) My God, there's nothing cooler in a fucking Western movie than firing from the hip accurately. (laughs) (laughs) That is a little one where, um, apparently, if you're doing firearms training for the police, Mm -hmm. part of what you have to do as your homework is to do a a draw in the mirror so you can see what you're doing wrong each time. However, over and over again. However, you have to be able to you have to have a critical eye when you're doing that and not a lot of people can criticize themselves. Sure, sure. But yeah, the idea is as soon as it's out of your holster, it's going to be pointed at your target the entire time so when you're raising it up, there's not a chance of firing at some other fucker. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be uh, or like at your, at your own leg or whatever. Here's here's one of the actual problems as well is um um depending on what state and even what city you're in depends on the level of comprehensive training you get as a policeman. Oh yeah, totally. Some what pl- I'm talking about actually is um the the British firearms officers. There aren't many of them. That makes a lot of sense though because you need to go through the fucking you know everything yeah. <laughs> in order to be a firearm officer in this fucking UK and rightly so. Yeah, there is a carefully constructed ringer that people put themselves through to get that that amount of training and that amount of uh, responsibility, really. And that's not even talking about sharpshooters. That's just officer who's allowed yeah, to carry a firearm. Yeah. yeah, the equivalent of a the standard Joe Joe Schmo French officer gendarme, as in gentlemen who are armed. Yeah, which is what they their policemen's are called. Fair enough. Policemen's. <laughs> I knew what you meant. It's cool. Your policemen's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those, isn't it? Because again, it's, the scary thing is, in, su- in a lot of places, all you need to do to be a policeman in general in the States is have passed high school. Yeah. And, uh, you know, maybe like a month training. And you're allowed, to just, mm-hmm. you're just allowed to just walk around with a gun. Which, you know, yeah. that being said, you're allowed to just walk around with a gun anyway if you're in a place with open carry and you have a license for it. Yeah, yeah. I've Man. I've never wanted to own a weapon. However, if I lived in the states, I would want to have a gun in my house. I'd f- yeah, I'd feel in the house. Yeah, I'd feel it a, a must have. Yeah, you need one in the home because if you get robbed, the chances of them being armed is More. damn near a hundred percent. Like people over here will be armed if they break into a house. Usually, probably with just a bat. But even then, that's scary enough. Yeah. Even if it's just bats and knives, like it's still a weapon. However, like... <laughs> the, the 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 saving grace with that is, you could bump into someone in your house with a weapon. You can just put your hands up and go, "I'm going to stay right here on the opposite side of the room from you. You just do whatever. I don't care. Just don't come near me." And that would probably be enough to not get randomly attacked. Probably, unless it's a real, unless it's a real piece of work. Yeah, but you know, again, if if the main goal of the person breaking into your house is to steal, they will probably cut their losses. Yeah, and because assault carries a lot more point. time than robbery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That we can't see the subtitles there, but that's that's Chewbacca going, "Hey, fuck you, man." <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, you know, watching this film back, I think they cast Young Han and, La- and Lando very well. They managed yeah, they to did. pick up their mannerisms very good. 
Man, that was bad English. We know what I mean. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, not yeah. The, the mannerisms, the syntax, the just the way they carry themselves, which you just say mannerisms again, but more anally. Yeah. Oh, creepy! Or can rush. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this fucking joyous, pompous music going on. Yeah, because you're in an idyllic place that's, like, well-maintained for once. I'm going to see Darth Vader in about two minutes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like Kingdom Hearts music. Yeah, yeah. How rude. (laughs) What was that, like, eat shit or something, right? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Why would it be actual R2-D2, C-3PO? Oh, apparently these are, these are Ungnaughts, which are the same race as Quill. Yep. In Mando. I like how Chewie's the only one who comes back to goes, Hey, I wonder where C-3PO's gone. And then he still gives up. <laughs> it's C-3PO. How much trouble can that fucker get in? Well, apparently he got, uh, he got turned into Lego bricks, apparently. Oh, jeez. That's the fun thing about C-3PO in, ever since the dawn of the Lego Star Wars games. When he takes damage, he loses a limb each time. Yeah, until, he's hopping around. Until he then. just has one leg. Yeah. <laughs> and even when he only has one leg and no arms, he can still do the protocol stuff, but he uses his head to tap on the screen. It's so dumb. <laughs> I think the new one actually has dismantling himself as a mechanic. That's dumb, but fair. So he can go into the small people areas no. just as like his torso. No. And uh, like his legs just go walking around and he has to go catch them again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of cute. Man, what a fucking payday for Anakin Guinness in this and Jedi though. Yeah, totally. Just dress in a bathrobe. Get some VFX painted around you. Say some pseudo self-help space shit. Well, like, they had green screens back then, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So, you know, he didn't even need to be there. Uh, Maybe. They they didn't have that good uh, internet or anything. Yeah. They didn't have internet at all. Yeah, but, like, Um, because I'm I'm pretty sure Obi-Wan is one of the few things that's digitally enhanced in this movie. But I remember in the original footage, he was very grainy. Yes. So I feel like it was just like they just cut and put over like the film cells or some shit. Yeah, that's what they actually literally used to do. They used to super imp- when they superimpose onto film cells, they would do it frame by frame. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I think they did, and that he didn't need to be on set for the Dagobah shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then again, it was filmed at Pinewood, so. Eh. Man, this fucker was in Lawrence of the Ara- of, of Arabia, and he's remembered for Obi Wan. <laughs> poor fucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I love this music. The iconic beats when you hear them, it makes you feel good, doesn't it? Yeah, the Force theme. Yeah, like here's the thing. Until it was codified as the Force theme, we thought it was Obi Wan's theme. Which is fair. It plays when he's about. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
But like, um, even the newer music, the fucking the rescue hallway scene music gives me chills as well from hearing it. Okay. And it's only been used in that one fucking scene. But it's so good. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> there was a change in the Revenge of the Sith soundtrack between shipping the soundtrack and releasing the film. Okay. The opening scene where it's just drums, 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 and then the Force theme. Okay. It originally had a militaristic jingle, and then they re- realized, ah, um, this is okay. It sounds a bit Nazi. But it's going to be sound. It's going to sound a lot better if we just let the visuals do the thing, and then just give it drums. Fair. Man, she really did not have the fucking the buns for that long of a period of time, did she? No. Uh, it's the iconic hair hair you think of when you think of uh, Leia, and yet she only had it in New Hope. Yeah, I think the idea is in this one she d- goes through multiple different hairstyles. Yeah, fair. Just to prove that she she's not only a pair of Danishes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on, man, though, her and Jedi. Oh, yes. Oh. Like, <laughs> if that wasn't your awakening, it's because you were already old enough to have had one. By the, by the way, here's a fun thing, right? Uh, there's a reason why Darth Vader didn't take C-3PO off of, Rook, off of Chewbacca. Oh, because he recognises He recognises C-3PO and he wants him because he's like, I made that. Uh, this is a comic, yeah. by the way. And he has a flashback to his mother telling him that uh, if you let go of something for a long enough period of time, you don't deserve it. And in his mind, okay, as, they're, okay. as they're retreating and he sees C-3PO and he's just like, he's theirs now. Because I've, I've, okay. I've not had him for so long and I, therefore I don't deserve him because of something Shmi said to him when he was five. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. That this is also some bullshit they had to cobble together as to why Darth Vader doesn't make a big deal out of finding C-3PO. And uh, I don't think he ever meets R2, does he? Mm, I think the only time he sees R2 is... No, he doesn't even see him in Jedi, does he? Because Luke goes to him alone. Yeah, you might see him when they're going through the town here. R2's not here. And... R2's with Luke. Well, okay, not not here, but like... Yeah, but this R- area, R- but, but, but later but on. But R two stays on the ship the whole time. Oh, he goes around. He does some hacking. He t- that's what he, he he snarks to Creepio when he's on... about. You learned about this from some computer on the space station. Okay. I like how the first thing Han does here. Yep. Like, Han knows that won't work, but he still does it. Have you seen how many nope. times they had to do this to get it right? They had to do it <laughs> nope. like twenty times. <laughs> because all it is is David Prowse raising his hand. It's all on the fucking technicians behind the scene doing fucking pulleys and stuff for the force trick. But it's just like <laughs> it was just random whether or not the handle would uh, be in his hand when he caught it. Yep, yep. I mean, I guess the real way to do it is to do it in reverse, isn't it? Well, even then, it wouldn't look as because they'd still need to have Han catching it. You know. Well, you just you just cut from one to the other. Well, they didn't do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, they did it. <laughs> it's so dumb. Man, that seeing a single X-Wing go anywhere is always a good sign nowadays. Oh, it totally is. Just because of that. Like... Hey, Luke's here, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> that is actually torture and un- unnecessary, right? Yeah, totally. Well, here's the thing. That's exactly what they were doing. They were um, torturing... 
the heroes just so that it would be more of a beacon to Luke, except he's already on his way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Horatio. I knew him. Hor Poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. I think is the line. Yeah, his neck's hollow as well at that point. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. And here's where we get to see that Chewbacca is not just a barbarian. Oh, we know he's not. He was doing, like, most of the repairs on the Falcon. Yeah, but, like, this is some real fucking finicky, more finicky shit than a ship, you know? Yep, 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 yep. Also, how can he not realise his head's on backwards? I think he knows that it's on backwards, but he needs to, like, have it basically that way because... The stuff that's on his back is stuff that you can touch. <laughs> fair and, enough, fair uh, enough. You know, it's like a keyboard, you know? If, if You wouldn't want to press something on a keyboard while you're trying to do PC surgery, yeah. would you? Yeah, no, I get you. Boba being implacable. Like, I know Mando has a personal correction to Han, and that's why why he's taken it so um, harsh. Yeah. But it's still pretty sick that, or, or rather telling of Boba Fett's character that he's just standing there and not giving a fuck. Yep. <laughs> he's a meal ticket to him. Yeah. There's a great robot chicken gag of yep. uh, Bo uh, Darth Vader coming back. Like every time, every time Lando says that, Darth Vader just comes back the next second and goes, also this, also this, also this, also this, <laughs> until eventually Lando just goes, this deal's great, I'm totally happy. And then Darth Vader just fucks off. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like seriously, how ungrateful is that little shit? Yeah. He doesn't do himself any favours, does he? Nah. Oh, I see his metal spine. <laughs> it's quite a badass way to react to that shit, though. But the uh, the thing that really sells it is when he says they don't even didn't even ask any questions. Damn. Because all it was was just literally to um, be a psychic beacon to Luke. Yeah. The thing is, though, it would be useless to ask Han stuff, because Han is a good enough bullshitter that he could give answers that sound like they're correct. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They'd very quickly find out he was bullshitting, however, you know, it would buy time. Yeah, it would. Lando did deserve that, though. He did. Han didn't deserve <laughs> that, considering he immediately fought, fell over after the punch. You know? Yeah, like, and he was always gonna fall over, considering the state that he's in. Yeah. Now, we, we, we know as an audience, because we've seen this film at least a dozen times between us, 
that uh, Lando is never that evil. Yeah. However, you know, the crew don't know that. And even as viewers the first time, you're like, man, fuck Lando! (laughs) (laughs) He's a designated heel. Yeah. Rather than an actual villain. And here's here's the line, right, of uh, showing you that actually carbonite machines don't aren't are actually quite efficient and quite good and readily available, just not here. They have to bullshit something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this one is made for like freezing bubbles of gas into a, a block of metal. Mm-hmm. Uh it's, it doesn't have the the safety precautions that a like a well like mando's a, does a slab yeah like mando's got his slab ray <laughs> the gun that turns people into into wall wall um, wall uh, ornaments yep there we go you got there in the end buddy yeah it's okay for someone who's not had covid i've got real covid brain okay <laughs> Like the audacity of C-3PO thinking he has any control in this scenario. <laughs> Does that tell him Chewie turn around? I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason Boba Fett agrees. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking C-3PO is such a coward. I don't blame him, but fuck. Yeah, yeah. He's a robot. <laughs> he has got the most chance of surviving this encounter. Yeah, he's got the most chance of surviving actual death. Like, fuck, it's <laughs> it's exactly right. Everyone hates fucking Rimmer in Red Dwarf in that he's always like, oh, we don't want to die. He's already dead and a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> he can come back at pretty much any time. And yet you still got Lister and the rest of the crew doing all this stupid shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. poignant moment. If I remember correctly, uh, Harrison Ford wanted to die in this film, right? I think so, yeah. And he argued for it in the next film as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I think that was one of the conditions of him coming back for Force Awakens was, uh, you've got to kill me off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to do any more of this shit. <laughs> and yet they're still bringing him back as a stupid cheese dream memory. Wait, really? Yeah, it comes back again. <laughs> Damn. But it's only as a um, something that may or may not have happened. Oh, that's always fun, isn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, this is why the rebel guys actually hated the uh, the Ugnor in uh, in Mandalorian because they all served the Empire, but mostly because they were forced to. But they still did. Yeah, they, they were employed. <laughs> they were employed by a place. <laughs> What was it the impl- 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 implication that the uh, I can't remember his fucking name Squiggle or some shit? Um, yeah, Quill. Yeah, yeah he uh, <laughs> Squiggle. Um, he <laughs> he uh, he was actually part of uh, of armed forces under the Empire, but he was also he also okay. had to work off his slave debt or some shit, right? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. That sounds about right. I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched Mando season yeah. one. Yeah, it's been a while since what season two even. I I regularly watch that hallway scene, dude. Yeah, it's so enough. good. That and uh, Boba Fett coming back. 
C-3PO, shut the fuck up. Yeah. What gets me is they've got the fucking controls on the carbonite slab. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird that he wasn't let down with the controls, and yet they're both frozen into it and active. It's one of those weird things where uh, bullshit hobbled together bullshit, you know? Yeah, yeah. That wasn't part of the deal! That's the line. He says that like a dozen yep. times in the rooster, uh, not the rooster teeth, the robot chicken sketch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think one of the caveats as well is like, here's this pink frilly hat. You will wear it from now on. <laughs> it's really dumb, sh- petty shit. <laughs> yeah, here's R2. Okay. I think I actually did read somewhere that the reason why R2 never stays on the ship after episode three is because he stayed on the ship in episode three at the very end and both of his friends died. In that, in that Anakin got killed and he never saw Obi-Wan again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that is kind of cute, though. Kind of fucked up. Oh, yeah, it's definitely sad. <laughs> but it is cute. Yeah. Because, again, C-3PO got his memories wiped because he can talk, whereas R2 did not get his mem- memories wiped. Or if he did, he could keep a secret. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was a Legends thing of um, they tried to get R2's memories back that had been corrupted. Okay. And they had to find the original R-series droid to find out exactly how um, how it was encrypted. Okay. And then that's how Luke found out exactly how Padme died. Damn. And all of the time that he already basically forgiven Anakin as Vader, he kind of had a bit of a crisis of faith in his own judgment at that point. Yeah, can't blame him. Like, I forgave my dad and I redeemed him. He was a shit. (laughs) It is one of those like, it's one of those things where it's irredeemable, but it's also not, because one of the main reasons he does that is because he thinks he's doing the thing that will stop her from dying. However, he's blinded by that faith in what makes him do the angry fit that, you know, puts her in jeopardy in the first place. Yeah, he damn near kills her, and then that breaks her heart, and she dies of a broken heart later on. Which is dumb, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, I do well, like... Lucas, I, I like Lucas writing, in it. <laughs> I like the juxtaposition... Oh, fucking, you know the word I'm trying to say, of uh, yeah. it's actually Darth Sidious using her life force to give Anakin more, you know, a fighting chance to survive and become Vader proper. Okay. That's the fan theory I, I heard, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds better than Broken Fucking Heart. It would work better if they were in closer proximity, but yeah. So yeah, R2's gotten locked out, so Vader doesn't see him. But also that fucking shot, though. And also this, also the, the line. But you are not a Jedi yet. Yeah. <laughs> see... Whenever you see encounters like this, the thing you should always pay attention to is who ignites first. Yep. And this time it was Luke. Luke drew first. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those very interesting things where um, there's only one time where Obi-Wan ignites his lightsaber first during his encounters with Darth Maul. Okay. And that time is uh, on Tatooine. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, because he he sees a guy coming in on a on a jet bike at full speed. No, no, no. You're thinking of Qui Gon. I'm talking about in, in Rebels. Oh, okay, 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 okay. When uh, when Darth Maul is going, you're protecting something. No, someone. And that's when Obi Wan ignites his lightsaber because it's like, nope, can't even. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Qui Gon going, and it can drop. And uh, to his credit, Anakin does drop immediately. Yeah. Also, isn't Chewbacca about to choke a bitch? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Shut up, C-3PO. You also know that Chewbacca's not seriously trying to kill him because he could do it very easily. Yeah, he's just trying to intimidate Lando to get some actual correct answers out of him right now. Yeah, now that Vader's attention is on Luke. Yep. They only have to do with Boba. Which is still a big problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But only one problem and not an army. Well, there's still a few dudes. Yeah, there is still the army. but like, <laughs> not- <laughs> The army is probably mostly going back to the ship. Yeah. I do like... I don't know why, but Lando does look better without the stupid fucking cloak. <laughs> no capes! I think actually it's one of those things. He sheds the cloak when he sheds the facade of being so two-faced. Yeah, but I also think he didn't want to pick it up with Chewie so angry. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, hiccuped. It's so dumb, Chewie holding a regular blaster and not a fucking bowcaster. Because you can't fucking see it. Yep. <laughs> I remember in the um, the shooting games, the bowcast is actually pretty fun because yep. you can just charge it up and it shoots like a, a spread of like five bullets. Yeah, the bowcast is a weird weapon because it's like seven weapons in one. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we're back to Luke and Vader. Like, I really love the body language of when Vader stops parrying. Yeah. He just returns really slowly to a ready position. Because Darth Vader, because Vader's fucking with him. In, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he doesn't want to kill Luke no. at all. No. That was not good looking. No. <laughs> He's learned enough force to do force jump. Yeah. Like in most of the games where you can play as a Jedi, force jump is one of the best things you can have early on, at least. It's also just basic shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things that, because you've got it as the Jedi, it makes you feel more... Uh, you've got more power than the average Joe. Even if there's millions of them, you've got more, more mobility than them without just straight up being able to fly. However, here's the bullshit thing. In that, um, Jar Jar can jump better than you in the Lego Star Wars games. And, <laughs> yeah, it's, can. and it sucks <laughs> so hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Doesn't Jar Jar also not have any attacks apart from, like... Nope, he's only, the only reason you swap to him is there are jumps that are too high for the Jedi to get to. Yep. <laughs> it's bullshit. 
And I think they fix it in the uh, in the in the collection of all six before the new one came out. Obviously, where no, he can only jump as high as as Jedi now, so you don't actually need him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, so you just you just double jump with a Jedi and you're good. Yeah. And the uh, the one attack, double jump and lightsaber slam on the ground. That's normally what you use to kill most bosses until they yep. they make bosses into having mechanics where you have to parry and everything. Yep. <laughs> also, it's how you used to destroy Droidy Car. Yes. You do that once to sh- short out the shield and then you just hit them. <laughs> now, again, one of the... Um... Uh, after Phantom Menace came out, uh, I saw an interview with one Mark Hamill of him getting pissed off <laughs> at all the flashy shit the lightsaber jewels were doing. Because yeah, when he got using like carbon fiber things rather than an actual light tube. But also, when the acting instruction he got when fighting with a lightsaber from George Lucas himself was, "This thing is heavy. Act like it's heavy." Man, like. I can understand it from a certain point of view. However, yeah, it's it's light. It's it's a light saber. <laughs> yeah, but then again, it's also it, it might have been actually very useful direction for this film because he's not meant to be very good at it yet. Yeah, true, true, true. So, true. like, one thing that I can understand as a um, justification for why it looks like it has weight is the idea that when the lightsaber is running, it's like. A bunch of gyroscopes inside just fighting you at every turn and that being why it's really weird to wield okay like i don't know if you've ever held something with a bunch of gyros fucking around no no i haven't i think that, that fucking odd i think the heaviest thing i've ever had to actually handle is my bow okay not counting you know weights but you know i'm not swinging those around for obvious reasons but yeah um like thing about gyro is rotational motion is an absolute strange beast when it comes to physics yeah i've never tried to move anything with gyros in but i do know what gyros are so i do understand that yeah that'd be a bitch to move around yeah 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 C-3PO is so, so unlikable. Yeah, like, R2 is telling him vital information. Yeah, we, we're going to need to fix the... We're going to need to fix the Falcon again right now. And he's so two-faced. He's so... Well, not two-faced, but, you know, he's so quick to shit on you and then go, Oh, I knew it! Yes, good job! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It might be. He's so, yeah, he's, he's, he's very much a fair weather friend, you know? I think it's one of the reasons why I don't like the actor, because the actor looks so much like C3PO and talks so much like him, because he is him, that um, <laughs> when I see him, I'm just like, oh, you piece of shit. <laughs> I think that's the bit of comeuppance that we get to see, is just getting his head banged against the, the Falcon. <laughs> I mean, he's also got no legs right now. True. He di- he's the only reason you're alive, you sh- ungrateful little fuck. Yep. Man, I, I just remember this the thing on The Simpsons. Who would win in a fight? The mighty Cylons of Battlestar Galactica? Or this is the gay robots from Star Wars? <laughs> I do remember that. That's from the... Bi- <laughs> um, bye, man. Sci-fi con. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm having a wrestling match. Yeah. And C3PO's getting the shit kicked out of him. He goes, R2, help me, R2. Oh, you useless, blah, 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 as R2 fucks off, because rightly so. Yeah. And also, he, you know, he can't tag in because he doesn't have a hand. There's that. <laughs> Man, one of my favorite fucking things I saw when I, as a kid was I watched a random WCW match. It was a six-man tag, which means, you know, three people on each side. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. one of the guys was getting a shit knocked out of him, and both of his partners were in the corner with their hands outstretched waiting for the tag. And, um, and as he got to the corner, he fucking double-tagged. He tagged both guys in, and they both came in, they were both legal, and beat the shit out of the other guy. And I, my bl- mind was blown. I was like, why doesn't everyone do this? <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Which is kind of a problem with the spot. Ah, <laughs> oh, the Skywalker special. Yes. <laughs> I do like the uh, the other thing of the, that. Um, these pipes that have been cut off, they were cut off to make the scene visible. <laughs> yeah. Man, um. We're going to listen to this speech now and not talk, innit, Rick? Mostly. We're going to see the most misquoted thing in the, in the world in a second. <laughs> I do love the uh, the Vader for holding up his fist thing. David Prowse doesn't get enough credit, man. Yeah, absolutely. face this is very very hammy in a second but also very good by hamill mm-hmm. like the way he says no is very comical but everything else is spot on yeah like you don't see men in actual emotional pain in film very often. No, God, no. Especially not in the fucking 80s. No. Literally rather die than go home with dad. To be fair, he, his dad is the incarnation of evil. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Come with me if you want to live. I love how he just puts his hand down because he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. it also blows my mind that that's the only outcropping in the entire area like there's not another one that he just bangs his ankle on or anything d- d- yeah, d- movies man yeah um but yeah it's one of those where um it's just so ingrained in people's minds of the light of um no luke of, of luke yeah yeah luke i am your father yeah. and yeah it's uh, mate, I've al- we, we all know. I've always we all know it's no. I am your father. Well, I always thought it was no Luke. You know, like, I always knew the no was there, but I thought I always thought mm. there was a Luke in there. But no, he doesn't say the word Luke at all. But it's because the scene's been parodied so much, and they always go no, so and so. This film <laughs> has been parodied to death. It's one of those films where I bet a lot of people know the key beats, even if they've never seen it. Or even. Um... I remember when Bleeding Gums Murphy had died, and there was like three cloud people, and they were all James Earl Jones. But that's because Bleeding Gums Murphy was. Yeah. <laughs> so it starts with Mufasa, and then there's Darth Vader, and then there's just James Earl Jones saying, This is CNN. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Now, this is uh, probably the only bit of foreshadowing we get of Leia being Force-sensitive. Yeah. Although it's, it's weird that he just picks Leia to call out to. Uh, maybe he feels like Leia, he's got the biggest connection with Leia, because bear in mind, Han fucks off regularly, so it's probably a, good, a, yeah. a, a fair bet that Leia is the one he's most chummy with in the Rebellion. Uh, and it is a weird thing, he's not seen Han get fucked right now. That's true. So he, he doesn't know that Han is not in service right now. Yeah. Well, I think, um, but he did briefly see Leia and Chewie. Remember? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's not he going he, to call out to Chewie because, no offence to Chewie, it's Chewie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, he, he can basically understand Chewie and Chewie can understand everyone else perfectly. <laughs> yeah. But you, you're leaving it to the actors to interpret Chewie. Mm. Like in the whole, to shreds, you say, kind <laughs> of response. Yeah. Hey, Lambda Shuttle. Mm. I'm getting a lot of stuttering on my stream. But we've only got 13 minutes left, so it's probably not a problem. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's basically only one more dramatic thing that happens, and it's the drive-by. <laughs> and I think the only reason that the, the Admiral survives that encounter is because Vader was literally there as much in control as he could ever be. Yep. And things still went wrong with him there, and he's he knows that everyone is basically there to, you know, witness him being petty if he chooses to be petty, yeah. whereas beforehand there are actual grievances. Uh, it's one of those where you can't blame your subordinate for your fuck-ups when you're in direct control. Yeah, that's, that's a real good way to get court-martialed, except it's Vader. Oh, Vader could get away with it, but he's smarter than that. Yeah. Either that or he remembers being better than that. Yeah. Now you got to bear in mind that this motherfucking admiral that he's got serving under him serves under him until the end. So, you know, yes. He, yes. he does install a sense of loyalty into the dude, and that's kind of invaluable in the Empire. Yeah, the admiral is the one that's still on board on the Super Star Destroyer when it crashes into the Death Star 2. Yeah. Another kiss. Yeah, that one's weird, isn't it? Even yeah, it's just a little, little peck on the lips that wasn't actually, you know. I feel like it was meant to be on the cheek, but then Luke moves his face. Yeah, <laughs> but Luke's also out of it, so you know it weren't on purpose. Yeah, totally, totally. Hey, remember that hyperdrive thing? Yep. <laughs> this is where Lando gets really annoyed as well. Right. It's not. It's not the time to be saying that. You know for a fact that if Han was in charge there and not Lando, he wouldn't be going. It's not my fault. It'd be like, all right, I've got to get my toolkit. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, it's one of those. It's it's not. It, it's one of those. Yeah, it isn't his fault. Even though it was his guys doing it. Except it wasn't his guys doing it. it as we just saw, it was subterfuge by the Empire. Yeah. So that's a good... There's oh, a... He's got, he's got uh, is that two gold legs for a 3PO right now? Yeah, it looks like it. Does he not normally have two gold legs? Yeah, he's normally got a silver one. Has he? Yeah, below the knee. Oh, 
no, it didn't. I've, I've never paid that much attention. That just sounded like R2 farted. I'm sorry. <laughs> Darth Vader's like, okay, confronting him didn't work. I'm going to try the soft hand. Yeah. You see, what I said was true from a certain point of view. That's my Alec Guinness impression, and I know it's bad, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I went in doubt, just fucking whack it. Well, that seems to work in films. Man, Luke's up and about Thanks. quick, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, and he's got his, he's got his stump in a... Yeah. In a little um, anti-pain harness. Man, going back to George Lucas's philosophy of it's like poetry, it rhymes. Yeah. Like, uh... At the end of uh, uh, Clone Wars, we see Anakin with one hand. Well, he's got his robot hand by the end as he's uh, pronouncing his vowels to uh, Padamame. And um, <laughs> if I recall correctly, yeah, I'm never going to not say it because I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> but uh, if I recall correctly, this ends in a similar fashion. Obviously, it's not a wedding. It's just Leia and Luke looking concerned. Oh, his legs, his legs back to being silver now. I think um, where you might be getting thrown was that his foot's gold. Okay. You see? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and the lighting, the lighting was weird, and it looked the same. That might have been it. I'm willing to hand wave it. I've hand waved. <laughs> Is it? It's never going to be not funny. That fucking noise coming from R2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the R2 scream is just like peak R2 noise. Yeah. And it's best when it's not actually fatal. Like I think he made it when he got shot in the head in the first film. Yeah. And that was a little bit, you know. A little bit heart-wrenching. Yeah. Because R2 was the kid character in that movie. Yeah. Like, he's the, he's the small thing that's cute and is a little bit cheeky. Wait, hang on. Are we and talking that's... about Phantom Menace or...? No, no. We're talking about... Um, Fat fo- no Hope. Know. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Like, he's the, he's the small and cheeky thing. Yeah. And we don't, so we don't hear exactly how cheeky he is, but we know he is cheeky. Yeah, we know he's a right cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say that with love. Whereas later on they decide, oh, we need additional kid characters, so let's have Jar Jar. (laughs) Man. Ain't that convenient? That's where he's going. Yeah, and now he's got Han's clothes on. Yeah, doesn't get get explained. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Family guy joke. Why is he wearing Han's clothes? And they actually (laughs) said, and I do appreciate it because I never noticed it. And they straight up yeah, say, yeah. Um, they straight up say, no, seriously, go watch this scene again in Empire Strikes Back. He's just wearing his clothes for no reason. Although the reason is actually probably just, um, you know, he needed a change of clothes, and that's all that's on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it's yeah. been a day. I do like the, I do like the idea that you've got all these actuators in the wrist. Yeah. Um, so they probably had to amputate more of the arm. Yeah. To be able to put enough wrist actuators in to make the hand work properly. This is the scene I'm talking about. This looks very uh, similar to the Attack of the Clones one. Or Clone Wars. I had a a Tazo of that scene. Fucking Tazos. Now that's a fucking thing that ain't existed for centuries. (laughs) Fuck me. Tazos, yeah. (laughs) For those not familiar with Tazos, do you want to explain to the audience? They were circular pog-type things 
that were given away with Walkers type crisps. I used to get them um, from Watsits. I got mine from Doritos. You only got a certain um, part of the series from each type of crisp. Yep. So, so you would basically have to trade with other people that got other crisps to get a full set. I only got like a like a fifth of the entire thing because I only got Doritos. And of course, they were called Tazos because originally they had Looney Tunes characters yep. on them. Yeah, yeah. Including so Taz. The, the first couple of seasons, I think actually the first season was just Taz doing other things. And the second season was um, the rest of the Looney Tunes. Fuck me. I miss Tazos. I know why they don't do it anymore. It's because I think there's some sort of law in most countries where um, you can't give away free yeah. shit with food that's bad for kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand the law. However, man, I think you can actually still get Tazos in Australia. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, um, oh, fuck. It, it's like um, they used to give trading cards away with cigarettes. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's the same sort of concept, I think. Yeah, yeah. Like, toys and cereal is another one. Yeah, but have you seen how much sugar's in cereal? Yeah. <laughs> if I recall correctly, they um they had to rebrand uh, fr- uh, Frosties at one point and say, no, this is an adult cereal. Because the sugar content was too high to have it marketed towards children. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, I, I think it's like, it's something a bit, um, you know. How dare putting fucking Alec Guinness in supporting cast? Well, he's top of it, at least. I suppose. And Motherfucker! Has... I've done it again. I'm going to hope that you've got the fucking... Yeah, I still got it on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I clicked it, and, I, I clicked it, and it, and it put, brought it up. What I'm going to be really annoyed about is if it decides, okay... After we get to a certain point, we're just going to head off and just go to something else again. Git. Yeah, m- mine, I clicked on it, and it, it did the widescreen thing to make it look like it was going to be a thing, and it went, oh, I think you want to watch Return of the Jedi now. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going to wait four years like the people who watched it in real time. Yeah, it's onto the Imperial March part of the credits. Aw. What were you going to say? I'm, I'm going to turn it up. Uh, yeah, but what were you going to say before you got to that? Oh yeah, I was just going to say, as part of the supporting cast, they did confirm that both uh, Hobby and Jansen were in the gang. They make a team of four with Wedge, and the fourth one is the OC, who is a guy from Alderaan, who was accused of being an Imperial agent. Oh damn. But he's from Alderaan, so he fucking isn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If he was an Imperial agent, he fucking ain't no more. No. <laughs> I think the day that Alderaan got destroyed was the day that he defected. Yeah, makes sense. So, you know, fucking decent timing for on his part, and, you know, absolutely understandable. And also, like, yeah, how like, fucking dare you? Innit? Yeah. Oh, you're an Imperial spy. Motherfucker, the Imperials blew up my entire planet. That's like saying like, that I'm a spy for France when France completely wiped out England. Yeah. I think the idea is that they are publicly making him look like people are suspecting him because they know there is a spy. Right. To make the actual spy let their guard down. And as soon as they do, he's like full-on 100% lieutenant status. Ah, the old uh, Shira method that came out way after. Yep. Yep. (laughs) But yeah, um, and that was Tycho Selchu. And apparently he was meant to have been part of the Battle of Endor, but I don't know if he actually shows up as, a, as an actor. Oh, we'll, have to f- well <laughs> we're going to forget by the time we do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We still on English credits? 
Yeah, still English. Uh, I assume Tough. that they're only going to have foreign credits if they've recently dubbed it for the Disney Plus version. Who knows? They might be foreign credits for subtitles. Maybe. Maybe. Um, yeah, we'll find out. There's uh, 205. Uh, this is great fucking listening, man. Can we not talk about technical stuff? Got to try and be entertaining. Yeah, the, yeah I, was, I was just looking to see that. Yeah, there's about three minutes left in there. Yeah, but you didn't say that. You went as about two or five. Uh... No, I was looking at what the actual um, <laughs> the actual time was right now. And yeah, there's like the the actual end point is in a couple of minutes' time. So I had to, I had to make a mental note, but apparently my mental note is not good enough when I have to speak as well. So I had to speak the mental note out loud. Jesus, man! I remember that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, speaking of mental notes that you speak out loud, I remember I annoyed my coworkers into not making me do counts ever again at uh, Fort Park. Uh, at Fort Park, you have to do counts. It was only like once a month, and it was a stupid thing to do anyway. But um, we did it. We had to count all the drinks, and um, everyone was very quiet. And it was after all, okay. the, all the customers had fucked off, obviously. And uh, we're counting the drinks. I said, right, you count the drinks while I count the sweets. I went, okay, count the drinks. And I'm talk- out loud, I'm just going, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, duh, 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 write it down. And then again for the next thing, and again for the next thing. And at the end of it, when I got to my... Uh, quote unquote supervisor they went why were you counting out loud and i went oh was i um <laughs> that's the that's the perfect answer to give to that because it's it's not like i was doing it so that you'd never ask me again it's i'm doing it because this is how i count yeah but i've never done that again since like i i do counts <laughs> at my current job uh, every sunday and i don't need to count out loud <laughs> i don't know why i was doing it mind you we are talking about 10 plus years ago so uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're into international credits now. Woo! Uh, some of them are voiced, but most of them are just this is the people that made the subtitles. <laughs> That's valid. Because bear in mind, uh, this would have come out in a time where they probably couldn't afford to dub every film. Although, granted, Empire Strikes Back, you'd probably dub it, but if they didn't dub A New Hope, it would be weird, you know? Yeah, it's, it's one of those where they might have released the old one in the new market close to the new one coming out with the dub, knowing that it was then successful and that they wanted to get the the people in on on it from the market. Like, the really weird one is that they um, they released The Force Awakens in China and basically they'd never released the other Star Wars films in China at all, more or less. And it still did pretty well. Also, don't forget, in China, they had to edit John Boyega out of the posters. Not out, but make him a lot smaller. In episode 8 and 9, he's not on the posters at all. He's not on it at all. Fucking hell. Oh, boy. Because China apparently does not like black people in their films. That's the only takeaway I can take. Alrighty, so um, with that depressing piece of information out of the way, it's almost redundant to even say it, but we we got to. It's the format. Rick, what did you think? It's everyone's favourite. <laughs> like, there's nothing wrong with having a different favourite Star Wars film. However, I struggle to see anything other than Empire Strikes Back being the best. Yeah, like, the other ones have merit, definitely. But for people that like the drama of it, this is the one. It's, it's, it's gotta be. I think um, a lot of it will also come down to nostalgia. If you started with the prequels when they came out, I would totally 100% understand why 1, 2, or 3, one of those three, was your favourite Star Wars. And vice versa as well. If you're a fan, if you only became a Star Wars fan in recent years, and you started with 7, 8, 
fine, which, bad way to do it, but whatever. Um, you know, I could understand one of those being your favourite film. Those weren't good movies, in my opinion, but I could understand someone being like, this is what I started with, so I have a special fa- uh, spot for it in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I can understand Revenge of the Sith being a favourite out of the prequels, because it's a way better film than the other two put together. <laughs> it, it, it is, although as I've gotten older, I kind of appreciate the political bits of one and two. However, I will also say with a caveat of, they were boring. Um, yeah, yeah. The political bits were boring. They would have been better served as episodes of an interim series. Yeah. Which is what we now have, but that wasn't part of the format at the time. Absolutely not. Man, Clone, War- Clone Wars, the animated series, knocked it out of the park for that shit. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, they've obviously taken that DNA and brought it into the an- into the live action stuff as well. Well, especially Hayden Christensen, because he reportedly binged all of the animated content to get up to date with the character. Yeah. Which, <laughs> mad fucking respect if that is true. Absolutely, absolutely. So, let's get into our final three. Do you have a favourite moment? My favourite moment is Darth Vader's speech. Of course it is. <laughs> Very specifically, in case I need to specify, no, I I am your father. Mm-hmm. You can't top it. It's my favourite moment of the film. The entire film is, is great. I love the film. I'm going to throw it back at you. What's your favourite moment? My favourite moment is actually the beginning of the Luke and Vader duel. It just shows how much more in control Vader is and he only busts out more and more dangerous moves as the duel goes on when Luke is showing that he's actually properly resisting. Yeah, it's one of those as well where uh, you, you straight up were very vocal about it when it happened. You were quite a fan of how Darth Vader made it very obvious with his body language and his stance that he was just not necessarily toying with Luke but definitely not aiming to kill. Yeah, he's returning to ready at all points. He's not really attacking. He's mostly defending until he's actually, you know, he actually wants to press the advantage later on. But yeah, we can't always talk about the good stuff. We sometimes have to talk about the bad stuff. Do you have a weakest link? I do. I do. I do. I do. My weakest link is if my memory serves, this is the last time we get um George Lucas's wife as the editor of the film okay and um if i'm incorrect i'm incorrect however like stuff suffers in return of the jedi because of decisions that lucas made without anyone telling him that might not be the best idea yeah yeah i see you i see it but like i I like return of the jedi do not get me wrong it's a great film however the weakest link is essentially this is the peak yeah 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 and it's all downhill from here oh god damn that (laughs) sentence has never been more true um (laughs) but yeah it's a tough one to give because again i have such fondness in this film in my heart so um yeah i'm gonna flip it on you weakest link probably c-3po like for the for the majority of the film he didn't need to be there and all he did was be a prick make people annoyed <laughs> yeah I, I i feel you i feel you yeah like he was, he was being a prick to chewbacca like almost consistently chewie did nothing wrong yeah absolutely chewie did chewie only did things correctly and in good faith and yet creepio was still a prick you're absolutely correct because in a new hope needs to be in a new hope return of the jedi needs to be in return of the jedi he's the reason the ewoks um you know don't eat Leia and um, also serves as a good distraction for Jabba in this he does fuck all yeah <laughs> literal dead weight yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah now we get into the good old final one who is your MVP Darth Vader yep he wasn't in the film as much as any other character however he still played a big part and uh, yes the things he did were always entertaining from setting up the trap springing the trap fighting slash dueling Luke coordinating the attack on Hoth and um, you know promoting that one dude to Admiral like there's backstory there yep. that we get later on because of comics but even without that it's like yeah there's a story here being told on a micro scale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Vader for me. Uh, how about you? Vader for me. He is the looming force that drives the entire movie. Like, if it weren't for Vader being so persistent, nothing would have had to have happened with the urgency that it did. I get you. I get you. So he he drove the force of uh, having to leave Hoth, and he drove the chase after leaving Hoth, and he drove the entire Bespin conflict. Yeah. Like without even when it's just the Imperial forces, he's at the top, being not so much a puppet master, but directing things. I, I get you, man. I get you. And I think seeing as he was our MVP for both of us, much like with the first film, we both gave it Obi Wan. Yeah. Uh, 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 one of us gave it to Alec Guinness, but you know, same thing. I just want to give a special shout out once again for the hundredth time. Darth Vader would not have been as intimidating and threatening as he was if it wasn't for David Prowse and James L. Jones. James L. Jones, absolutely. But he gets all the credit all the time anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is why I want to give special shout out to just David Prowse because without such an intimidating figure or such a large person able to act that way, without you know, no input on the character. The only he own sorry, I'm gonna blah, 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 blah. he only had physical direction and that's the only yes. reign he had over the character and he fucking made it work. Yeah, absolutely. He had the script, so he knew what was going to be said and how he wanted to like interpret the communication at that moment. But still, it, he, he basically had to create the interpretation of the character without doing his own speech, even though he said it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got edited out. With that out of the way, we've got to do what we always do. We have to say goodbye to our lovely audience. Yeah, as usual, if you made it this, this far, you're our favourite people. Don't forget, if you're watching on the YouTube, we have a comment section down below just waiting to hear from you. Give us ideas, give us suggestions. Just a little reminder, we are doing a month of uh, not Star Wars, but space. And uh, that month is called May the 4th. So yeah, look forward to that. And of course... Uh, uh, we do realise we don't only have this show on YouTube. We do have it via many audio platforms. If you're listening via one of said audio platforms, you can send us an email. Where would they send said email to, Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. And what else is there to say other than thanks for watching? We're happy you made it this far. Keep yourself safe and keep yourselves happy. And yeah, may the force be with you. Bye!